You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Why so serious? You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Some men. Just want to watch the world burn. Where are they? Here we go. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next... And this is the Dark Knight. Hey, Brayden, why so serious? Why so serious? Well, you see, you either live long enough to be the hero, or no, yeah, die a villain. Li- live long, en- no, live long enough to something like that. You're, you're gonna die and be a villain. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. Yeah. You'll be two faced. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes, we are up next, Brayden and Davy, the BDE, and we do up next podcast wrestling podcast every week we cover nxt we cover dynamite all that stuff but we also do some movie reviews we did star wars up nest back feed somewhere there and then we've been doing batman that's right batman movies we've done all of them yeah we we started off on our patreon in an episode of up yours where our world champions get to pick a show we uh reviewed the 1966 batman film with adam west kind of sparked the idea a little to maybe go back to the Batverse and yeah we've we've gone through the Tim Burton films the Joel Schumacher films uh one of the animated films Mask Phantasm yeah and now we're in the midst of the Nolan trilogy the Dark Knight trilogy uh last month we did Batman Begins so go back and listen to that if you haven't heard that already but now we're at the big one some people regard this not just one of the greatest superhero films of all time that's right but one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, I guess it's like uh, Citizen Kane of comic books, mm. of, of movies there. But definitely just a standout as a movie, 
as a whole and not in a comic book thing. It's it's a fantastic movie. I've seen it a million times. Yeah. Uh, watched it again today and I was like, probably could recite half the movie just because when it came out, I was obsessed with it. Like we mentioned on a previous show, our living room, giant Heath Ledger uh, m- mural in our in our living yes. room. <laughs> uh, and we, we love the Bat universe, as you said, and superheroes and all that stuff. But the Nolan trilogy, and we reviewed Batman Begins, is like such a different take on like it started this whole everything's dark and realistic and it makes sense almost in a weird strange way and it tries to be grounded in some sort of reality yeah a bit more and even though there's so many ridiculous things in it still yeah um they i don't know they seem to make the ridiculousness seem believable for sure everything like makes sense they try to give it reasoning and why this works and yada 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 and it's great and i think this trilogy is a fantastic body of work i love all of nolan's work um, and and we uh, have talked about Hans Zimmer. Hans oh. Zimmer, we blast him all the time, and now we get to listen to him. My favorite. Yeah, yeah so. we've we've been playing the concert a few yeah. times, getting getting hyped for this. Hans film. Zimmer live in Prague, great performance. Oh, it's highly so recommend. Good. Highly on. recommend that. Put show. it on. Yeah. And if you if you live in Europe, uh, he's just announced a yeah. whole European tour, and I I jelly. highly recommend going. Are I, we going? I'm tempted to. <laughs> well, I'm tempted to book a trip home at some point. Yeah. They're playing, uh, I think they're playing the O2 Arena That's like wild. the weekend after my mum's birthday. Is Johnny Marr going to be there? Probably. Johnny Marr guitar. You know, I don't really care if Johnny Marr guitar <laughs> man is there. What I do care about is my lead violinist That's and right. cellist yeah. going to be there. They're all going to be there. Tina Gao, I think. Yeah, we're big fans of Hans Zimmer and his whole catalog. Yeah. It's fantastic. We celebrate his whole catalog. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're big fans of Hans, and he's a big part of this movie. Uh, I mentioned I recently watched the show called Soundbreaking, and Hans goes into like what goes into making mm. spe- specific sounds, meaning different things. And there's so many sounds and, and tones used in this movie that are like almost like give you like anxiety for parts oh, that's supposed to do that. Like, 100%. yeah, it adds so much. It's like another character, another set in this in this movie in this universe, and it's just fantastic. But yeah, Christopher Nolan did such great work with Batman Begins and it kind of flew under the people's radar. But then people started talking about it. Like, actually this was a cool Batman movie. It was realistic. And then the news comes out, they're making a sequel and they're doing it with the Joker. Mm. That's the story. News breaks. Okay. The next Batman movie they're writing is going to be the Joker. Everyone's like, who are they going to cast as the Joker? And Hollywood went wild. Uh, I remember kids at school were like, did you hear they cast Michael Keaton as the Joker. And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know how old I was in 2008 or 2007 or whatever they were making this movie, but I was a teen, like young teenager. Mm. And I was like, nah, like obsessed with Batman. I was like, that is the terrible idea. And I don't think that will happen. And my friend to this day, he used to dye the Batman logo into the back of his fucking head. Really strange kid. Love, love you, Tim. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, no, they're casting him. And I was like, no, that's terrible. They need to cast someone like, like that makes sense. And then they cast. I wouldn't mind a Michael Keaton Joker. He's no, I, I like Michael Keaton and I love Beetlejuice. One of the best movies ever. But uh, it's like... I'd be interested. I, in I think this, he's a good actor. In this universe, I don't think so. Mm. In this universe, in another one, maybe. But not... Like maybe in today's, like the Batman Superman era or whatever. That would have worked. Mm. But here, then they cast Heath Ledger. Who's like been in some movies at the time. 
uh, Brokeback Mountain. He yep. was in uh, a Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale. Um, uh, what is the uh, Ten Things I Oh was right, it Ten Things I Hate Ten about Things you? I Hate About You. Big movie, yeah, as well. So he's like he's known. He's still kind of under the radar, but he's still like pretty popular, I guess. In some known movies. as a bit of a heartthrob yeah. as well. So not necessarily who you'd expect uh, to play the Joker. Yeah. So that like broke news, and of course that's the, I that's one of the biggest casting things that I can remember growing up with. The Joker being cast, Heath Ledger, and you're like, everyone's like, wow, why did they do that? That's a, that's awful. That sounds terrible. This 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 like you know, teen heartthrob mm. actor gonna be the Joker? Like this guy's supposed to be maniacal and a psycho. Why are they doing this? I re- that's the first time. Because like people the back- love a fucking yeah, moan. backlash. People it was the aren't first going backlash like, hey, this remember. this job is he pretends to be other people. Yeah, so yeah. maybe let him like try and pretend and be this guy. But I, I as a kid, I loved a Knight's Tale, and I loved Ten Things I Hate About mm. You. Knight's Tale is so shit. It's so bad, but it's like bad in a good way, I guess. But Ten Things I Hate About You like was pretty awesome. And uh, there's one about the s- skateboarding as well, something dogs or something, but. Uh, so I Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, Lords of right. Dogtown. Yeah, I, uh, it was cool. I had it on my PSP. If you remember what that was. Uh, so when he got cast, people gave it shit, and I was just like, "Yeah, I bet it'll be kind of cool." Why, why? That's that's what you want to see is like people take on new things. You don't want to see. I don't want. I didn't want to see Michael Keaton. I'd rather see like a new up and coming actor. Risks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Risks, and sometimes they pay off, mm-hmm. uh, which they did for the movie. Maybe not so much for Heath Ledger because the during the filming they filmed this movie and news breaks that he dies. Heath Ledger passes away. Uh, yeah, it was actually uh, I'm looking it up. It's my my dad's birthday. Oh, January twenty second, two thousand and eight. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I I remember hearing the news. I remember my mom was picking me up and asked if I knew who Heath Ledger was, and I was like, Yeah, he's. He's done a few things, but he's he's just being cast in uh, as the Joker in Batman. So I think he could be pretty quick, uh, big. And she's like, oh, well, I, I hadn't heard of him, but he just died. Apparently. Oh. It's all over the news. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Okay. And it definitely, I think there was a lot of, yeah, oh, why Heath Ledger? But obviously the death made this film, um, gave it a lot more interest. People are curious now to see kind of the past Heath Ledger's performance for this right so they had already filmed everything yeah yeah but uh i definitely think when it was when the publicity photos started coming out and we saw heath in the makeup yeah where people were like oh okay this movie kind of looks like it will be pretty cool this will be insane because i mean this is just so iconic this makeup now and you still see it every halloween people they're like i'm gonna be heath ledger's joker 100 every year but it was such a departure from the joker like Jack Nicholson's Joker that we knew beforehand. Yeah, Cesar Romero. And yeah, exactly. From all the other iterations that it was so striking. And I remember the first image being posted. Yeah. And then suddenly people's kind of like kind of hate and anger sort of turned to, all right, okay, they're doing something different here. And I'm curious. Especially if you watch Batman Begins, you were like, okay, this movie is going to be serious and Mm. dark and sick. And the, well, yeah, I remember when the images came out, everyone's like, holy, like this looks insane. He looks terrifying. Yeah. And, and we just, uh, we just recorded a show for Patreon, uh, 50th anniversary of Willy Wonka and the Mm. chocolate factory. So we just did a review of that. That's out this weekend on the Patreon. And we were 
on that show, we compare the Joker to Willy Wonka because it's like the green, the purple yep. jacket. It's like the same jacket almost that Heath Ledger wears yes. in this movie. Instant. It's pretty. It's pretty great. Well, he says it's expensive in the film. <laughs> yeah, <doesn't> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's Gene uh, Wilder's. Yeah. It? So like the 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 people definitely got interested. Unfortunately, that's how it is. You know, someone dies and. Well, they become famous. And, well, then, yeah, the film was just massive before Huge. it even came out. Yeah, um, and then you get all the all the stories about it was it was the part, and he was being so method and mm. kind of was was having uh, trouble sleeping and wrote a wrote a diary and yeah. uh, all this kind of stuff. And I mean, it it wasn't an accidental overdose from sleeping pills. I believe that. Okay. Yeah. Um, that took his life. Um, but you always you've got to take those stories with a pinch of salt because a lot of people are like it was the part of the Joker, though. right? And there's even that interview with Jack Nicholson yes. when when he's told about, about Heath Ledger and he's like, "Ah, oh, I warned him," or something along those lines. He says, like, "Yeah, I think he says like, oh, when I, he got the part, like I told him, like, hey, like this part will like take over. It'll, it's crazy. It's, mm. So yeah, I warned him essentially. Yeah." I mean, look again. You don't know. That was always the story. That's what people. Yeah. That's what people know. That's the knowledge. Oh, I think it's been like, like yeah, blown up. As I think this so. Sort of legend. Like at the same time, um, Aaron Eckhart, who plays uh, Harvey Dent in this mm. movie, has also said that when filming, like he was like, "This guy's insanely good at this," because. Mm. He would be in the, like the the hospital bed with the CGI stuff on his face that because like when filming it's not his face yeah, is not burned up for sure and the and they're in between takes or getting ready for takes and he'd see Heath Ledger for like an hour before they're even fully on the set properly in the nurse gimmick walking around acting like a nurse <laughs> and he's like this dude's fucking crazy and then he do- he goes action and he's like he's kind of scared by him he's very intimidated so he's he's doing a few takes and then he does a take. And in, in a take of the movie, he says he goes to like almost like in in action or reflex to like lift his hand, and it's when Heath Ledger grabs his hand and <laughs> d- doesn't lose eye contact. And it's a shot in the movie. I'm pretty sure from watching it today, after hearing him say this, it's when he has him in the hospital bed. Like, hey, you want to kill me? Like, what's up? And Aaron's like, yeah, this guy's like <laughs> insane. He was in the part, so that, yeah. I think maybe interviews like that maybe help push that theory that like he was so into the uh, the character for sure of the joker and again it's such an iconic thing it's now transcended like literally generations it's the coolest character like batman wouldn't be as big if it wasn't for the joker oh no it i think we said this before batman has the best rogues gallery for sure and the joker is the king yeah of that rogues gallery and therefore i i think the joker is the greatest superhero Villain. No, no doubt. Oh, in no my doubt. opinion. And I think so much of it is we never know why he's doing it. It's he just likes the anarchy and that makes someone terrifying. Yeah. Because they have no agenda. They just want chaos. And I think that's why uh, that's what makes him so great. Yeah, definitely. And then obviously they come out with the Joker movie that definitely kind of plays into this more side of a character, like in the, the in a different reality, you would assume. But yeah, there's definitely like connective tissue between the two. Yeah. Um I know there's the there's the scene with Joaquin Phoenix leaning like leaning out the window. Right. And it's deliberately doing the exact same shot from this, this film where yeah. the Joker's doing that. Yeah, so they're definitely tying in that that's like just how he became who he is. Uh because before that movie people had theories in this movie about like how 
how does the Joker know how to use bazookas and these guns? Because he was in the military and mm-hmm. he suffers from PTSD and went crazy and wants to create, you know, destroy the establishment and stuff. And there's little ties in this movie that <laughs> could make you think that watching this, but then you watch that origin and it kind of fits in here. Uh, both Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix won Oscars for portraying this character, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously I'd say this one, like still the one, like that's, that's, more costumized but i mean the new one has only been out for like a few years so yeah and i I am genuinely curious to see how they would approach joker 2 yeah because i think the first one feels like such a a character study that it didn't feel like a superhero film Mm -hmm. at all and to do a sequel to that would be very interesting and i really hope it is the character study of this guy after he's like there's no turning back now. Right. He's, he's suffering from this mental illness and there's, he's now killed a fuckload of people and there's literally no turning back. And I think it would be very interesting. I don't want to see, and I don't think they will, but I don't want to see Joaquin Phoenix just now as a, the kooky joker. <laughs> Cuckoo bananas. Know? But that can be the final one, which I think we've theorized on the show before. You should do two Pattinson Batman films, yeah. two Joker films, and then have them finally meet yeah and a big batman joker movie exactly that they can set up and build towards because mm. it'll it'll do great if they do it that way i, I was a big fan of joker i thought it was really good it just didn't st- you're right it didn't feel like such a comic book movie uh, my my favorite comic books are the ones that involve joker the only ones i still kept from being a kid are all the ones that involve joker killing joke i think is one of the greatest comic books graphic novels all time joker read it if you haven't it's great uh and i feel like this movie doesn't take too much from it because that Joker's still like the smiley kind of guy, but it's still the grittiness and, and darkness and whatever Nolan comes up with for these movies, it just, it works so well. And I, I, I love it. And in the comics, Batman's a detective and that's what he pretty much is. He's a vigilante detective in these things that dresses up like a bat. And, yes. and it's great. But yeah, like you mentioned, Heath Ledger dies and then this movie gets this like buzz and press because everyone wants to, to go see the movie after the guy's dead mm. that's just how it works like if a, if a guy's coming out with an album and he dies that album is going number one triple t- yeah. five time platinum that's For how sure. it is that's how the world works unfortunately Kurt Cobain was was sick people loved him he dies he's a worldwide phenomenon legend forever that's just unfortunately that's how we work as society and it works in movies and it works in wrestling it works in oh, wrestling oh, oh, it works yeah, yeah. in everything yeah it, and I like mean, yeah 27 club is a thing, 100%, right? right? And you, you, I always question, would these, would these people in the 27 club be as big as they actually are? For sure. If they continued and their career just kind of dwindled and went into nothingness, you'd be yeah. like, oh yeah, they had that good song, that good album. Yeah. Uh, whereas they're immortalized. Yeah, it's very um, true. Did you ever see his final film, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? I remember and saw clips and they replaced him with different people. It's a really, yeah, it's an interesting film. It's directed by Terry Gilliam from Monty Python. Okay. And basically, the, Heath died whilst filming mm. Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. So they had, but the way the, the, the film is, is it's like these travel, this kind of traveling uh, like puppet show sort of thing that goes around these towns and it's called the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus and you go into it and it's kind of like, you know, Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe. You step into the Imaginarium mm. and you're in this different place. World. But Heath Ledger had filmed all the stuff in the real world, but none of the stuff in the Imaginarium. So therefore, each time he stepped in, he had someone else play him. 
So you had uh, Johnny Depp, Jude Law, and Colin Farrell. Damn, I think. that's stacked. Yeah, and I believe all the money went that they they earned, and I think they were friends with Heath Ledger yeah, as well. That's so right. all the money went to their family. But it's really weird because you watch this film, and it's it's Terry Gilliam, so it's kind of weird anyway. And if you didn't know who Heath Ledger was or his story, you just assume it was an artistic choice to be like, yeah, every time you step in, you you kind of change who you are. Right. Uh, it's an interesting film, though, and definitely uh, shows another side to Heath Ledger as well. Yeah, like, like I said, I, for some reason, loved A Knight's Tale. It's not good. It's <laughs> really not, but it's, he's great. And Lords of Dogtown is fucking sick as well. But yeah, I, I thought he's a pretty good actor. And then again, I was obsessed with this movie. I saw it in theaters twice. And then as soon as it came out on DVD, I had the DVD. And then as soon as like Blu-ray became a thing and the, the trilogy came out, I got a, the whole set and everything. Like I was obsessed. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't see the Dark Knight at a midnight thing. I saw the Dark Knight Rises at a midnight screening. But the Dark Knight, I uh, saw like the night of, like the day it came out. Like I had to. Every, everyone, cause you, everyone wanted to talk yeah. about it like after. I was in Dubai at the time Ooh. working. And I'm pretty sure... For this movie? I wasn't working on this movie. But no, yeah. I, I saw this movie in Dubai. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. I was working out there yeah. and I'm pretty sure Mamma Mia came out at the same time. Okay. Because um yeah, I was doing a musical out there. Yeah. So we'd go to the, the cinema there was pretty cheap, so we'd go quite a lot of the time. We saw Mamma Mia like three times because people were like, Oh, there's nothing else on and they were all musical theatre people. Mm. So I was like, Okay. And then finally like Dark Knight was coming out and it's like, right, midnight screening, <laughs> we're going. And I can't remember because some of the films we saw out there, because of the laws, they did censor some bits. Yeah. Like I remember in Mamma Mia, there's a bit where Stellan Skarsgård stands up and you see his bare naked butt. Okay. And that bit was cut. Oh. And it wasn't until I like was like, what were You're they cutting so there? And I'm like, oh, it was just a butt. That's what they cut. cut. A bum. Whereas I can't think of anything was cut from this. No, film. there's no bat bum. There. No bat bum. No. Uh, or bat nips. There's no bat nips one. to censor. So. Uh, but yeah, this this I did go see a midnight showing on. Yeah, uh, this movie was so huge. I think I saw it twice, and then I'm remembering now. Even seeing it twice, the second time I saw it with a different set of friends, and then like the next time we hung out, he's like, "Guys, I got a bootleg of The Dark Knight. We'll put it on <laughs> while we were like, I don't know, playing video games and shit." And I was like, "This is I've watched it so many times," uh, and. I, I haven't watched it in maybe a, a, a quite a while now that mm. I think about it. I haven't put this on in maybe 10 years, maybe less. Oh, like really? may, maybe, maybe five plus, maybe six or seven. It's been a long time. I watched it last year because I was going through all the Nolan films again. So yeah. it's pretty fresh for me. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's awesome. I found it on Netflix today because yes. uh, I, I gave away my Blu-ray set. I've got ago. the Blu-ray set. You have the Blu-ray set? Yeah. Oh, well, it's on Netflix. It's yeah, so it's easy Netflix, to. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we'll get into this. The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan from 2008, uh, written by Jonathan Nolan. I'm assuming that's like his, his brother. Yep. And uh, David S. Goyer, who wrote the story. So this, again, takes from certain aspects of some of the comic books and graphic novels, but ties it into this real world. And it's fantastic. We see quite possibly the greatest intro to a movie. They mm. released this maybe a week or so before it came out. Remember, that was a thing, too. They oh, said, I, I did this yeah. for Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. They they put this out like a week before. They're like, hey, you want a little taste of the Dark mm. Knight? And then it shows this opening bank thing, and it blows you away. Uh, and we see a little crossover here, because in the shot where it's the back of the Joker with the mask, mm. you can see like it's like the streets. 
Gotham, yeah. Ch- Chicago. There's a Spider-Man 3 poster in the top corner. Oh, really? <laughs> Marvel DC crossover in the Dark Knight. Yeah, this this opening here, we mentioned how Hans Zimmer might be one of the MVPs yeah. of these films. There's this uh like glissando from the strings, just this It's like a humming buzzing noise. Yeah. Like gradually going up and up. And it makes you right from the moment the film starts, you feel on edge. Because you know something's going to break. And the shot is just zooming closer and closer to this bank where the mayhem's about to happen. Uh, it's awesome. I know they're apparently in the, the stage play of The Woman in Black. They play a, a noise like this that is barely audible. Mm. So as soon as you sit down, you feel kind of uneasy. Oh, And th- this definitely has that effect. Yeah, it gives you that. Like, something scary is going to happen. Something's going to happen. So it's these clowns that are pulling a bank heist and each time you see different layers to the the bank heist some of them are cutting the cords to the security and yada yada but then each clown is killing the other one after they've served their purpose because they're like boss told me to kill you afterwards and you see like a chain of order here and we see it's these classic clown masks the one the joker wears in this is actually the same is modeled after the mask from the 1960s show. Okay. So it's like one of the J- Jokers, he wears it and then he takes it off to mm. reveal himself as the Joker. And I love this tie in. This was huge as this came out because everyone's like, ah, it's like this, it's like a cool little Easter egg there. So the Joker finally, uh, is, we, we don't know which one's him yet, but his, his clowns are shooting up this bank. And then this guy who decides to be a hero, the bank manager comes in here with a shoddy and starts shooting up these clowns. It's William <laughs> Fickner, who's one of those guys who it's like, oh, who's this guy? He was on that list yeah. you showed the other yeah, day. He's of an actor actors of... <laughs> that you don't know, but you see him in everything. To me, I was doing the Leonardo thing where you like, look like, uh, that guy, I know he was you. in prison, prison break. break. Yeah. yeah. Prison yeah. break invasion. Like he's done so much. So he gets shot up. Um, and then we see one of the clowns reveal, takes off the mask, revealing himself to be the Joker. As he says, whatever, doesn't kill you makes you stranger and then one of the other clowns says uh, hey the joker said to kill you when we were ready and he's like well i'm not supposed to kill you uh, i'm just killing the bus driver bus driver what bus driver <laughs> big bus comes smashes through. smashes through the building kills him uh joker shoots up the other people leaves the hostages though gets on the back of the bus drives off Right as all these other school buses are in line here, as he drives out of the bank with an escape. And as he drives off, the he's got like a grenade in the mouth of the bank yeah. manager, and the string is kind of attached to the bus. Yeah. So it drives off, and it you think it's going to explode, it's but then just, just like smoke. laughing gas oh, kind of goes out. Yeah, smoke bomb. It's an awesome opening. Uh, Crazy. I think you can, despite watching this a few times, I think you can tell who the Joker is instantly, even though they're all wearing the same masks. And I think Heath Ledger's, like, mask work is such a thing in in acting because the mask might be blank, but the way you move your body changes the expression of it. Like, you get different emotions despite the mask doesn't actually physically change. It Mm. doesn't smile or frown. And Heath Ledger does it perfectly where you just, all the other guys just look like, look like guys in masks, whereas he is so interesting to watch when he's doing all this. Um, great reveal. And it, and it, it tells you what's going on like as the viewer because it's like each guy's killing each other because they're listening to what they were told to get yeah. a bigger cut. So the Joker is just 
using the like they're all taking each other doing all his work yeah, for he, him and he's using like like humanity we always are selfish like he wants you to kill each other so that he'll just eventually kill you and take everything so it's like he's such ahead of the game i love how he uh he shoots the guy as well he's got like a pretty big like kind of yeah machine gun kind of thing shotgun thing and he just sort of swings it behind his back so blase and throwaway and not kind of uh pretty at all um it's just so everything's so casual to him that's definitely something that reminds me of the comics or the cartoon. It's like he was always like dancing around mm. almost. Here he's not necessarily dancing, but he's look how he, you're right. Look how he was like floating around shooting people. It's great. I'm pretty sure uh, he he modeled his Joker on a bear, like a polar bear. Okay, sorry, not a panda. Because a panda look bear. at the way he walks throughout the whole thing. Like the way he shoots. It's the big kind of gangly okay. arms sort yeah. of bounding around. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And then even right down to the makeup, like the black yeah. circle eyes and the white Which face. Which apparently he created. He was Which up would, to make, would make sense, because yeah. I'm pretty sure he did a lot of animal work for this yeah, part. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense then, because uh, apparently it was like, he came up with the idea to look that way, and they were like, absolutely. And like they mm. tweaked it and did all this stuff. But yeah, that was that's, that does kind of fit the, the way he walks, definitely, is, is something he was going after. Uh, again, great intro to the scene. And they released it on the internet in 2008. I'm sure the internet went broke for yeah. that. And then everyone went to see this movie because made a lot of money. So we cut to Gordon. We see com- not not yet commissioner, but still uh, Chief Gordon. Just James Gordon. James Gordon. Um, and Gotham's kind of in this bit of a wreck. and But he's got the bat signal like we saw from the end of Batman Begins. So it's like everything's – people are still – scared of batman now criminals are scared in there to go out at night we see but we see the scarecrow show up and he's trying to do a deal with some mobsters and there's batman who appears but it's not really batman because it's batman with a shoddy it's batman (laughs) yeah yeah uh and then the real batman shows up and stops everyone in their tracks and ties them all up and the famous line where the one guy dressed as batman goes what gives you the right what's the difference between you and me I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> so he drives off in the Batmobile. <laughs> That's maybe the only one real cheesy line in this movie, but fuck it. I love it. I used to say this all the time. Uh, so Batman with this epic intro here, letting you know that he's still running shit. It was a pretty cool drop down onto the van. Very like epic. Oh, yeah. It looks scary almost. Yeah, super cool. Uh, so cool intro. Gotham's Batman's bitch. He's running shit. We And that's when we get the first like... When the real Batman arrives. Yeah, exactly. We see Alfred and Bruce. Uh, they're meeting now, not in Wayne Manor, because it was burned to the, mm. the ground in the last movie, and not in his like flat house, condo, penthouse, whatever. So Alfred goes to this remote location that's secret underground. It looks like Rebel or some club. It's got all those lights. He after this movie he probably rented it out to like every hip hop artist I know because <laughs> every music video is filmed here. Uh, well, Bruce got this new bat cave, like half cave here, and uh, he's stitching himself up. And Alfred's like, "What are those from?" And he's like, "Oh, those those they were dogs. They had dogs bit me. Dogs. It was a big dog. Okay, Alfred, it was a big dog. Uh, so more moments between these guys. Uh, I, I I like." 
uh, Alfred and Bruce, their, any of their scenes Their together. relationship's great, yeah. Uh, he also says, what happened? And he said there was, there was people pretending to be more copycats. He goes, oh, you should just hire them so you get weekends off. <laughs> Not a bad idea, Alfred. Uh, we, we see Rachel Dawes now, no longer played by Katie Looking Holmes. a little different. Yeah, yeah, she got a little face change or something. Yeah. Maggie uh, Gyllenhaal. Now. Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh, who Heath Ledger worked with her brother in Brokeback Mountain. Oh, yes. Yeah, the connection there. Uh, so Rachel is now seeing this guy, Harvey Dent. Um, you all know him as like the, the – he's a lawyer, but he's also trying to be he's like the, the, DA, yeah. the DA. He's trying to f- clean up Gotham. Yeah. Maybe one day run this town and be the white knight. Um, and we see a classic courtroom thing. We've done these bat reviews and we, we talked about the, the great origin story in Batman forever with Tommy Lee Jones when it's just Batman in his bat cave watching like a 10 second video of two face getting the acid splashed. Oh, on that's right. In the courtroom. So yeah. that's the tie, that's the tie into this. Yeah. That's the tie into like, that's how the story in the comics is. That's what happened. Someone mm-hmm. in the court threw acid on his face. That was the great origin story in Batman forever here. Harvey's test- trying to make someone testify against the, the mob bosses, and the guy pulls out a gun, but it doesn't, it jams, it doesn't click. So Harvey grabs it, nails him in the face, unloads the gun, and says, If you're going to try to kill someone, you best buy American. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Dent is Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty badass, isn't it? it like was. someone tries to yeah. uh, like assassinate him, yeah. and he just disarms him, <laughs> and then continues his like. Yeah speech everyone claps it's like yeah um but that's also such a thing in in like courtrooms is the showmanship because you're trying to like win over the right. the jury right and yeah. it's it's like if you can win them over with your like charm and your fucking getting like stopping being assassinated <laughs> like it's pretty cool yeah it's true so harvey meets gordon and he's like hey you know you got a lot of dirty cops and all these cops are doing a lot of dirty things what was the name you had for me, Gordon? I heard they had a name for me. And he's like, oh, I, don't, I don't know what the name was. <laughs> we'll figure out what that is later. We see Wayne Enterprise has this big shareholders meeting. And Bruce is just asleep because he's tired. And we meet this guy, Mr. Reese, who uh, he's acting a little sus. He's acting a little suspicious. A little suspicious, this Mr. Reese. Mm. He's, he's bugging Mr. Fox, Lucius Fox, Morgan Freeman. He's like, hey. Um, I noticed some things are looking a little iffy, and he's like, "Ah, just look at him again. You're you're overthinking it. Don't don't worry about it. don't worry about a thing." A little suspicious, this Mister Reese. Well, we see Mister Wayne uh, shows up at a restaurant that just so happens Rachel's there with Harvey on a date that he says it took three weeks to get a reservation. I like the line just before he goes where uh, he says that he needs a new suit uh, to to Alfred. Right. Sorry. And yeah. And Alfred goes, yeah, I agree. Three buttons is a little 90s. <laughs> Talking about this suit he's yeah. going to wear to this uh, to this event. So he does get some new gear from Lucius Fox and including some things like these things that shoot out bat batarangs out of his like, out forearm. Of his yeah, yeah, some crazy gear. He also makes the great line in this movie where he's like, hey, uh, I need an upgrade of the suit. And he's like, yeah, what do you have in mind? And he's like... I just want to be able to turn my head. <laughs> and then it just gave me flashbacks of Michael Keaton every time he wanted to talk to someone. This is a podcast, but you can see us moving our whole body to look at something instead of moving your fucking it's head. It's true, though. It's like, it's such a simple thing. It's like, yeah, can I just be able to move my head? Yeah. It's like whenever there's a new phone that comes out, I'm like, that's cool. 
But can the battery just last a day, yeah. please? Please, just, that's all I want. I just want to turn my the head. The phone already does everything. Like, yeah, I just want to turn my head. Uh, because of that, will affect the spat scores later today with the, <laughs> with, the, with the suit. Because, yeah, now, how many movies did it take for this guy to be able to turn his fucking head? Just great. Uh, he shows up to the restaurant with Rachel and Harvey, and he's with Natasha. Rachel says, oh, you look familiar. Yes, I'm in the ballet, the mm-hmm. Russian ballet. Uh, and Harvey and Rachel are going tomorrow, they said. Uh, and this is where we get the line from Harvey. You either... Uh, you die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yes, That's, how you, that's yeah. it. It's, it's a fantastic line. I absolutely love it. Uh, many times people have referenced it, changed it up, all sorts of stuff. Love it. Love and it. quite clear foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But also a good thing to remember. Mm. You, you could become the villain. Mm. Exactly. So... Uh, Bruce says he's going to eventually throw him a fundraiser because he wants to support him and Gotham needs people like him. Uh, and this is pretty much the only scene where we see Bruce as the playboy. He's definitely kind of, Oh, there's, there's another, he's but... definitely kind of swinging his dick around in this scene. And yeah. There's a lot of kind of, uh, he's super nice to Harvey, but yeah. it's definitely like the, Oh, uh, it's like, oh, I'll come and join you. Oh, I don't know if you can pull tables together. I own this place. <laughs> yeah, move these things. Yeah, you can move the tables. I own this place. Please put the tables together. And they're like, yeah, sure. Because in the last movie, they're like, oh, you sir, you can't the- play in the waterfall in this hotel bar. He's like, ah, I'm buying it. Thanks. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. Uh, so we see this uh, mob meeting and this this mastermind Lau, who is like on a monitor saying like, hey, the cops are on to us. They're sniffing our trail. We better hide all the money. I'll take it and put it in my own like account, and I'll run with it. And therefore, they can't extradite me from China if I'm if I'm not here. Mm. If I'm in, like a different place, like they can't get me. So your money's safe with me. In walks the Joker, though. Here we hear the maniacal laugh as we get our first like real. We get the introduction earlier, but here's a real like welcome to the character. He starts with a really weird laugh. He's like, so they're in like the back of a like like deli like in the refrigerator like mm. a meat room somewhere for their meeting and the joker instantly walks in and all these guys are like let's kill this guy so one of the guys sends his boys to kill him and the ma- the the magic trick the yes. joker shows everyone where he puts the pencil standing forward and then slams the guy's head through it to make the pencil disappear what? yeah very terrifying and he basically says he's he's got an offer to all these people. He's the one who stole their money from that bank in the beginning of the movie. He's the he's the one who did it, but he's got a plan. I'll take half of all the earnings and I'll kill the Batman cuz that's the plan. It's simple. We kill the Batman and we it, all your problems like will go away. It, because of this, you had to do all this because of the Batman. And they're like, "Oh, if it's something, you know, if it's if it's something you want to kill the Batman, why don't you just do it yourself? Like why don't you just do it?" Well, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Definitely. So are we putting this show behind a paywall? Yeah, it's going on the Patreon <laughs> right now. Uh, I, I always say this. It's another great it's line. It's true, though. Yeah, it's definitely true. That's what's know fucked. Know your worth, That's people. what's fucked in this movie and in the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix things. It's some of the things he says that you're like, this guy's insane and crazy and a psychopath. But damn it, he is wise. Oh, he's, he's smart. He's got some yeah, things. he's a smart guy He's as got well. some lines, this guy. Very charming. So he basically says he's going to work a deal with these mobsters and it's going to be in cahoots. And he leaves mm. his card, which is just the Joker card. Yep. Uh, but one of the, 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 the gang guys says, I'm putting a hit on this guy. 
uh, 500,000 for, for his dead body and a million if you bring him to me alive. I want to kill this clown. And then the Joker walks out with these grenades like, don't come near me or I'll yeah. blow everyone up. Like, just a psycho. This is the scene as well where they they mention like, oh, this lunatic in a cheap suit. And yeah. he's like, hey, this, this suit's expensive. Yeah, I bought it with the money. I, your yeah. money. <laughs> and then they, that's when they want to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I bought it with your money. You bought it. So we, we are like properly introduced to this Joker and we know that his... His only plan, really, just he just, just to kill Batman. yeah, he just wants to kill Batman. He he just likes to troll. The Joker's just one big troll, essentially. We see Harvey who meets the Batman. He tricks um, Gordon, like he sneaks in to use the bat signal to finally talk to him and explains the situation of Lao escaping to China to Hong Kong. And he's like, "Hey, uh, like, what are we gonna do about this?" So Batman's like, "Well, if I get him, what are we gonna do? Well, if we get him, I'll make him sing." And Batman does the thing where he disappears. Yeah. He's like, you'll get used to it, says Gordon. <laughs> so Batman uh, needs a plan, though. Alfred's like, how are you just going to go to Hong Kong? Like, you need to plan this. So he plans this whole thing out with Lucius Fox of what he's going to do, the air base jumping escape thing, which is actual real tactic. Uh, how They used to get people out of hot spots. Right. Hot spotting. Uh, so Batman's going to come up with a plan to go to Hong Kong to get this guy back to Gotham. Uh, so he... Bruce needs an alibi, so he he escapes with the entire ballet on a yacht on the night that Rachel, Rachel and Harvey are going to go to it. So they get to the ballet, and there's just a poster up in the window being like, with the newspaper today." The, the newspaper, newspaper yeah. headline with a billionaire runs off with entire ballet cast of these women. What a oh, what yeah. a move! Yeah, exactly. So then it cuts to him, and he's. I'd on love this yacht. to be able to do that one day. Just Is that goals? dick. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely goals yeah, here. Funny. Uh, so Bruce is now just chilling on a yacht with these with these wonderful ballet dancers <laughs> in bikinis, and he's there with Alfred. But he's got a secret plane that comes and picks him up, and he he explains to Alfred that your job is to keep these girls entertained for the next few days while he goes off and does his bat business. So Alfred's like, God damn it. What a hard life I have. Yeah. He does make a joke like if they if they want me to put on their sunscreen, they have another thing coming. I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> this is pretty pretty nice for Alfred compared yeah. to some of these other films. Like yeah. I mean, this is lovely. Well, earlier in the movie, he's like, oh, where's Bruce? He's not here. Okay, well, I got to go to the other place. Okay, well, he's not here. Okay, well, maybe he's in this dingy secret lair that I got to like go through secret. And then in the next one, Bruce is a fucking misery. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I wouldn't mind being yeah. on a cruise with a load the of ballet? ballerinas. Yeah, the Russian ballet. Yeah. It sounds pretty nice. They actually sound awful. The Russian ballet? Just, just yeah, ballerinas, Russian ballerinas. Yeah, I, I bet they're pretty demanding. Alfred's going to check them up. Mm. Alfred's going to put them in line. Yeah, he definitely will. So Bruce goes to um, like fly off to Hong Kong. We see the Joker and the gang member who put the bounty on him and he shows up and it was all a ploy, fake body bag, but he comes alive, does the, you want to know how I got these scars line and talks about his daddy was a drinker and his daddy was a fiend. I wonder who his dad was. (laughs) And he says, why so serious? Let's put a smile on that face. And this is one of the nasty kills, definitely. For a comic book movie, imagine taking your kid to see the new Batman movie mm-hmm. and you, your kid's like, yo, this guy just put a knife in this guy's head in through his mouth. And to Chelsea kill him. smile. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that. This is gross. This no, is terrifying. Uh, so he kills this guy and then his boys, his henchmen are there. And in another nasty manner, 
He breaks a pool cue in two to reveal like two jagged edges of each side, throws them to the ground and says, we're hiring, but unfortunately we can only have room for one. So these are going to be tryouts and basically going to force these friends, coworkers to now kill each other to work with the Joker. Insane. This guy is insane. Yeah. What a villain. Scary dude. Love it. What a psycho. Love that shit. So we see... Fox goes to Hong Kong as well because the deal with Lao didn't work out for Wayne Enterprise. And basically it's all a ploy to be to drop a cell phone inside mm-hmm. the building when you're not supposed to and all this stuff. And Lao is like, you could have just called me to say you don't want to deal with me. Why did you fucking fly? Yeah, you, it, like he's pissed off and like walks off. But realistically, that's when Lao should realize, uh-oh, like if this guy's – like. Obviously, you don't know the tie-in yet, but as soon as Batman shows up in a few seconds, he should be like, huh, no, that was weird. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Fox takes in two cell phones. So he leaves one yeah. with the security because you're meant to check them. Yeah. And then on the way out... Um, he's got a second one. He's got a second one. So he shows it. He's like, no, 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 I've, I got, I've got mine. Two uh, phones. So he's lo- leaving it there to kind of track them. The bat phone. Mm. So he's got this like sonar device. Yeah. That's like a bat sonar, huh? Mm-hmm. And... This is how Bruce is able to like track where these guys are in the building. And then in a crazy scene, I think this is just spectacular. Uh, definitely filmed in like the IMAX cameras and stuff for this. Oh, yeah. Is when Bruce slash Batman in Hong Kong is like base jumping at night, like mm-hmm. off these buildings. Insane. The stunts in this movie are crazy. This one has nothing to do with like the, the, the Joker and, and the main, main story of the movie, but these shots are incredible. Oh, it looks great. This is nuts. Yeah. Uh, and the music here, hands went went hard he didn't even need to for this he's like this is too sick and uh he's he's wilding because it's crazy uh this is nuts so he flies in and um he's base jumping and he flies in and then does this epic scene where he's beating up all the henchmen breaking glass and all sorts of stuff the suit is modified as well because he like was like flying like an actual bat then he unclips it to like be more and he can kind of see where they all are through like sonar yeah stuff as Fox was like, like sonar, like a submarine. Uh, yes, because he doesn't want to reveal that he still mm. knows who he is. So Batman scoops up Lau in the hot spotting trick with that ghetto plane, flies away, and yeah, uh, brings him back to Gotham and lays him out for the police. So he does a good deed. Yeah, this is a great scene, but it's there's so many awesome scenes in this movie that you kind of forget about yeah, this one yeah, exactly. but it's it's a really impressive just the height of these buildings that batman is jumping out off of and through the windows of and stuff it's really cool so lao sings just like dent thought he would but then they decide to do rico which uh can charge all the criminals like as one and stuff so they're putting all these criminals behind bars and, and dent is seen as this white knight but uh, you see so ever so slightly there's a Joker card in like the fo- folder of the judge. And she kind of just like, what is this? And throws it aside. But she touches it. So she, it's kind of like a symbol that, well, she might be getting it pretty mm-hmm. soon. Um, we see a fake Batman's dead body show up in a scare that still scares me when I watch this movie. When it just slams against yeah, the window. It's like this mayor who's just looking out. He's like, huh, we're going to clean up this. And then you just hear like the smack and the, the face and the dead body of this fake Batman dressed as the Joker at the same time. It's terrifying. So they reveal, it says, will the ba- real Batman please stand up? So obviously the Joker's insane because he was a huge Eminem fan <laughs> writing this on the card here. Uh, so Bruce sees the news and now the Joker has sent in this like 
it's like a terrorist video, like a personal yeah. video recording uh, where he's torturing Brian, the Batman. Um, th- he's really scary here. Yeah, he, terrifying. This is one of the moments where he really flips it because he's doing the whole, all like, and then suddenly he'll get really angry and get down there. And it's like, it's shocking because we haven't heard him really use that voice. Mm-hmm. And it's when he gets right into the, the camera and i mean especially kind of early 2000s like we've we've all seen these kind of terrorist videos that have been released and around 2008 like a a lot were happening around then so seeing something like this is blurring reality with with the fantastical world of the joker Exactly. Making this, this realistic guy who's a psychopath is almost bor- not even borderline. He's a terrorist, essentially. Like, he's doing these terrible things. And this was just Heath Ledger actually filming this. Like, this was him doing the handheld thing and just acting this out. And be- it's, he's, he's so scary. And it's updating it because I, I remember in the comics, he'd quite often have, like, things on TV where the Joker would take over. But it would yeah. be more cartoony, like, hacking the TV. Whereas this was very much more... Realistic. Realistic. The guy's a psycho, so yeah. he's going to send it into the news stations because mm. he knows they'll play it. Yeah. So it's like his whole like yeah, it's definitely it's definitely pretty meta, but it's very very scary. And I love the acting when he's look at me, look at me. He's so scary. I love it. And Bruce is even uh, like Christian Bale as Bruce here is like whoa, Ooh, this guy's is this, this guy? is this is not just some bank robber I'm yeah. dealing with anymore. Holy shit! Because earlier I, I kind of didn't mention he kind of blows off the fact about the Joker. He's like I don't care about some bank robber. I'm mm. caring about the mob. We need to put the mob away. And then after he sees this, he's like, right, okay. So he starts using face scanning apps and stuff uh, to try to figure out who this guy is because he's, he's a little shook. Uh, so the Joker ends this with, hey, Batman, I'm after you. I don't like what you're doing. So you better turn yourself in. And every day that you don't, someone will die. Mm. That's a damn big threat. So the world is in panic because the Joker's going to kill some people. Yeah, yeah, he is. If unless Batman reveals himself, will he do forward. it? So there's a, a party, the fundraiser for Harvey Dent in Bruce's like penthouse suite here, and Bruce is late. But then he shows up in a helicopter, landing on the helicopter pad balcony that he has, with the true Ric Flair fashion, lady on each arm, walking in. Hey, sorry I'm late. <laughs> Ooh, hey, ho, hey, and uh, walks in, and he's like, Hey, Rachel. Hey, Harvey. What's going on? He says uh, that everyone needs to, you know, be on Harvey's side, and he's the White Knight. And he, Rachel's like, ah, you're being a, you're being a dick. He's like, no, I truly like want to help him, and it has nothing to do with that. You're with him now, like, yeah. Uh, but basically, still trying to like, hey, uh, but like, remember that deal when we said we were forty, we would. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things for sure. Like, Rachel is his girl, yeah, and he still likes Rachel, of course. But and it's you always want to hate. The, the new boyfriend, of the new fella. And he's like, oh, but damn it, he's nice. He's, he's a nice dude and he's doing a good thing, but still, like, he gets his digs in here and there, but he's like, no, 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 no. Harvey's good. Harvey's yeah. good. But yeah. I'll still, like, you know, take the whole ballet away. It's like, imagine, imagine, like, you have an ex and then, like, you don't see them for a while and then you talk to them. And they're like, yeah, I'm seeing someone. Oh, you're seeing someone? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the deal with that? Oh, he's, uh, like, uh, a vet. Yeah, he 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 helps all these animals, and then on his spare time, he goes to the jungles and and rainforests and saves all the animals. He's mm-hmm. also a huge dolphin like advocate, and you're just like, well, I can't. And fucking- on top of that, he's a stand up comedian <laughs> and very successful. And you're like, well, fuck, like, 
or a musician or something as well. And you're like, ah, well, I've got a wrestling podcast. Yeah, I got BDE. Yeah. <laughs> so I just uh, need a helicopter, don't I? You do. Sorry, sorry, you do. You yeah. do because then you can just show up like Ric Flair. But Batman, uh, sorry, Bruce, kind of uh, shows up behind Harvey at one point here and puts him in a chokehold and like. Rachel's like, what's going on? He's like, just trust me. Because the elevator shows up and it's the Joker and his crew of clowns. So Bruce kind of clearly saw this coming and hid Harvey because that's clearly what the Joker was after as well. Because Joker made it clear of who's his next victims and stuff in weird, twisted ways. Mm -hmm. So the Joker's at the party and he says, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. And then he does his uh, whole story about how he got these scars, but this time with Rachel. But this story is a bit more in depth. He changes it every time. Yeah. So you you therefore at the end of the film never know anything. You don't know if he was abused by his dad or uh, I, I can't quite remember. So what he's yeah, this here. one this one's even more scary. This one's even more twisted. It's like so the last time he's like yeah my dad was a drinker and mm. and scary and stuff. But this one he's like um, my wife got into gambling and drinking and these loan sharks like cut her up and beat her up that she had these scars on her face and she she wouldn't go outside and i wanted to be like her and help make her feel better so i put a razor blade in my mouth mm. it went like this and then does his whole thing with the mouth he does so many mouth things you oh know, yeah he always legend. licking his lips yeah he's doing everything his tongue yeah. out and because the makeup looks like he's got these scars on the sides of his face yeah. so he explains here that he just basically gargled with razors in his mouth swished razors in his mouth and then she couldn't stand the sight of me, so she leaves me. But I see the funny side. Now I'm always smiling. So he's pretty twisted. And then he's about to do it to, to her. He's about to put the knife in her mouth. And she, she steps on his foot or she kicks him in the dick. And then he says, oh, you got a lot of fight in you. I like that. Well, you're going to love me. <laughs> As he shows up, Batman starts fighting the Joker. Uh, Th- this scene uh, really stands out for me. This sure. is kind of mixing the uh kind of that moment with the joker jack nicholson's joker where he's uh, i'm trying to think where he is doesn't he there's a party and stuff and he's all got his his men show up and he's having fun uh it's very much that it's very much the joker of the comics here but with this new twisted version um i love how he's just eating shrimp off of guests plates uh doesn't drink he grabs some champagne and like Mm. throws it and then drinks the empty glass. Yeah, you know what's interesting? This whole movie, it Bruce, Batman, and mm. Joker are like obviously at ends and trying to get each other and all that. But they're they're the opposite ends, but then they're also like doing the similar things. And I noticed that with the drink. Because right before Joker shows up, Bruce does it. He makes this toast to Harvey and then walks over to the balcony by himself when no one's seeing. And he doesn't drink. He right. throws it away. And then the Joker shows up and does the exact same thing. Didn't see that happen, but does it too. So it's like yeah. every little thing that Batman's doing, the Joker's... And it's, it's I guess, because he wants to stay sharp. Or yeah. He did bring up his dad being a drinker. It's just, it's such a little detail, which yeah. I don't think it's, he got caught up in the moment and the drink just fell out of his glass and he was actually meant to have a sip. Yeah. Like, it, everything feels so detailed with his performance. Uh, apparently, when they first come out of the elevator, Michael, this is the first scene Michael Caine, I think maybe the only, Michael Caine got to do with Heath Ledger, right. especially all up in the makeup and everything. And he was so scared. And I think the first shot is his like reaction, like, oh, damn, all right. And they, he was supposed to have a line, and they didn't even like, – they were like, actually, no, nah, you're good. You don't need to say he anything. He bottled it. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, huh, 
Huh, that was that looks scary. <laughs> like, interesting. So the Joker throws Rachel. Well, he says Batman says let her go. Poor choice of words. He chases her. I don't know how realistically this would have happened. Yeah, gravity doesn't work like this. Yeah. Because like, she she falls down first and is sliding for a good two seconds before Batman jumps jumps out to go get and her. Slides down but manages to catch her. And then her. they fall from a pretty far height onto like a back of a cab and he's he's like you good and she's like oh yeah. they're very high up yeah yeah i know he's got like bat gear and protective gear so i'm gonna assume he's got something that does yeah that. he's just protecting her yeah i imagine but this but, would yeah. shatter your knees and your ankles and yeah everything so but he's batman and lucius fox is good at his job so this is true so uh the joker escapes because he he didn't get harvey dent he didn't get rachel dawes he didn't get bruce he didn't get anyone he got some shrimp yeah i mean it looked good yeah so um this is where Bruce now is with uh, Alfred in their new bat lair. And Bruce is just like, what is going on with this Joker? Why is this guy so insane? Like, what's, he, what's his deal? What's his problem? What's, I don't even, I can't figure it out. And Alfred lays some fucking knowledge down here in my promo of the movie. <laughs> I fucking love this. Uh, Alfred tells him a story of when he was in Burma years ago, working for the government, tribal leaders and all these precious stones. And mentions that he, someone was stealing these precious jewels and stones. And then everyone went looking through the jungles and stuff. And no one could ever find these stones. No one, these, this bandit would take off. And we could, weren't sure because it's like he, he wasn't trading them. Where were, we, where were they going? Until months later, saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. <laughs> Turns out the bandit had been throwing them away. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Bruce is like, huh, Mike got a point there. Thanks, Alfred. Yeah. Great. Bars, as the kids say. This is facts. Yeah, which makes it, uh, as the world's greatest detective, how do you, how do you like profile someone with no motive just, yeah. who just wants to watch the whole world burn? Burn. burn. Yeah, I love Michael Caine here. Uh, Absolutely love him. He kills it with this speech, this promo here. He should have been nominated just for this promo alone. (laughs) The 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 ruby, the size of tangerines. You could like almost visualize what he's saying. It's insane. He's a fantastic actor, but I love him in this movie, and it's this specific scene that I always think of. He's Christopher Nolan's lucky charm for a reason. I guess so. Uh, He he, and because that is always written. Uh, really, a really nice scene in pretty much every movie. It's so good. With yeah, and we've been going through these Batman movies. We've been going through like the Alfred stuff, and it's like, yeah, like he, the other Alfred was great in the other movies, but the connections that this guy has is he's such, and he's such a good actor, Michael Caine. Wow. So Bruce is now like, well, I'm screwed. We see Mr. Reese asking Mr. Fox. He's digging and snooping into the files and says, I looked into some files, and it turns out, uh, we own some sections that were plucked and I went into like the archives and I found uh, these and he shows all the Batman's gear, like the bat car, the, mm. the Batmobile, everything. And he says, I want to make a deal. I want $10 million a year for the rest of my life or I talk. And Lucius Fox <laughs> is like, let me get this straight. You want to blackmail the, your client, the wealthiest man in the world who you think goes out at night beating criminals to a bloody pulp and you want to you want to blackmail you want to fuck with him yeah that's your plan oh okay yeah sure do it and then mr reese is like oh, 
maybe I'll think about that. Uh, I love I love this as well. Lucius Fox's lines in every film. He's so quick and he's so witty. Uh, yeah. And he's always, it's like the whole, didn't you get the memo? Yeah. Thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, you, you think your client's Batman and you're going to mess with him? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I actually, I, I just watched a movie with him and Jack Nicholson, The Bucket List. Okay. <laughs> so, it's so like shit, but so like charming as well. It feels like it's such an old people movie, but it was interesting with, it's both Morgan Freeman and, and the other Joker, Jack Nicholson. Uh, what, what was the film? <laughs> it's not good. Morgan Freeman and a bunch of other old actors. And oh like, yeah. It was like the hangover, but like, yeah, yeah, older yeah I didn't see that. That's the one play. <laughs> I'm going to watch it now. Uh, Morgan Fle- Freeman's a bit of a lad. I mean, he played I bet God. Him and Tom Phillips would get along. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shawshank. Uh, so Bruce uh, chases down some things because he's he's he thinks the Joker's going to strike. So the Joker does attack uh, certain people. He attacks the judge. Her car blows up. Mm. He attacks the chief commissioner of the police. His bottle of Jameson's been poisoned with acid yeah. or something, and he drinks it, so he's dead. So there's a funeral procession, and um, Bruce believes he's got to try to save something. So he drives in his motorcycle, and it's this whole setup that's like intricate and super meta that the Joker has set up here, only to reveal that the Joker himself is plain clothed. It's Heath Ledger's face with like scars as the makeup here. Terrifying. Yeah, this is a like a underrated Joker look. Yeah. Him in the military Terrifying. gear. I'm just looking at the picture again here. And yeah, it's the only time you really see... There's still just like the stains of the makeup on his face yeah. as well. Uh, terrifying. Yeah, another thing the Joker always has, like you could see the paint on his fingers. Mm. It's see, like He didn't just burn his face. It's just the guy who's putting on this mask, right? It's not like the other movie where yeah. it's like, oh, my face is burned. Oh, so. no, it, it's he's applying this makeup, yeah, yeah. this war paint, they call it. Exactly. Uh, so this parade, it's all chaos and commissioner, or sorry, not commissioner, because he's not commissioner yet. Just Jim. Jim Gordon takes the bullet for the mayor, but gets shot in the process. Jim gets shot up. Rip Jim, or so we think. So um, Batman's furious at this because the p- police have to tell his family that he's died. He's been shot and they're so they're heartbroken, his wife and kids. And Batman goes to pay his respects, and the wife is like, it's all your fault, Batman. Batman goes to a club to drink away his sorrows. No, he goes to the club. This is great. You see Eric Roberts, the mob guy. Maroney. Yeah, yeah. Eric Roberts is fucking great. Ever since I saw him in that Enrique Iglesias hero music video. Isn't he the what, bad what, guy? <laughs> what did we review Eric Roberts in? Like eight other movies, dude. He's in everything. <laughs> We've had this conversation about Eric Roberts yeah. before. Like He's the GOAT. No matter what you say, he was in this movie. He's the GOAT. He's great. Was he in Batman Begins as well? I feel like he was, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, he's got he's got one of the lines of the film here, I think. Yeah, what does he say? It's it's <laughs> he's on a date at a club. It, he's with one of these girls and she goes can we go somewhere quieter? I, I can't hear each other talk. And he turns around and goes, what you, makes you think I want to hear you talk? <laughs> As Batman's fighting people in the club, it's pretty awesome. As he walks over and grabs him and he's like, yeah, we need to he's talk. He's got so many things in production. Yeah, he's, he's in a lot of things. He doesn't say no, I don't think. Like, look, yeah. this is everything that hasn't come out yet that he's filmed. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. That's like longer than other people's whole IMDb's. That's nuts. Yeah. 627 <laughs> credits. This guy will do anything. <laughs> he reminds me of Ric Flair too, actually. 
Uh, so Batman um, basically is threatening you, like threatening this guy, like, hey, I need you let this guy loose and give me what you know about the Joker. Um, we see Harvey kidnaps one of the bad cops, one of Joker's henchmen, in which he thinks is like one of the culprits. But it turns out it's just like some guy that the Joker's like put in a cop uniform. It's like it, I Arkham. Think, yeah, it's someone from Arkham who uh, has schizophrenia. Um, yeah. And he's he's pretty scary this guy as well he's just like laughing and doesn't know what's going on so harvey flips the coin and says i'm gonna like shoot you if you don't tell me what's going on because mm. jim died and like i need to know so, but batman shows up and says yo what are you what are you doing man if people <laughs> saw you doing this like it'd be over you can't be doing this this guy's just an arkham patient he's a tra- it was a trick from the joker don't wait stop put this down what are you doing jo- harvey's like all right all right i'll listen to you yeah yeah first red flag yeah, that it's like, come on, you, you're this white knight. Like, this yeah. will ruin everything. Um, there's a moment just before this with Rachel and Harvey, and Harvey tells Rachel, because she's the next person being targeted by the Joker, mm. uh, he tells her to go somewhere safe, so she picks the penthouse. But there's he asks her to marry her, uh, him earlier in the film, and she doesn't give a reply. And even here, just before he go, she goes, he goes, I love you. And she just leaves. Mm. She doesn't say it back. Damn. So other little flags. Well, another red flag is we see her in the penthouse with Bruce and they make out. So maybe <laughs> that could give me a clue. She's all over the place. She Yo, needs she's to, a mess in this She film. needs to sort things yeah. out. Which she doesn't. No. So she is like... That's why Bruce picks Harvey later. <laughs> <laughs> so... So she's still with Harvey. He asks her to marry him. She's like, ah, think about it. Let me let me get a little one-two of Bruce again to see how I feel. And then I'll make my decision. Uh, women, am I right? Uh. <laughs> Come on, Rachel. So um, Batman's a little torn. He's got the thing going on with Rachel. She pretty much is like giving him hope again when she really is, I think, going to side with Harvey. So it's really, she's kind of teasing Bruce, I think. Yeah. I yeah, think so. I think so. Yeah. He kind of feels there's something still there. And she's yeah, he not thinks, completely finished it she, Yeah, she's like, if you want me, you can't be Batman. And he's like, ah, but I'm trying to get Harvey to be the new Batman, so I don't have to do yeah. this. She's like, nah, you want to be Batman forever, and I, I, I ain't cool with that. Uh, another great line from Bruce to Alfred as they share a moment. People are dying, Alfred. What would you have me do? Endure. Endure, Mr. Wayne. Endure. Uh, so he's he's got to turn himself in because Joker's just going to keep killing people mm. if he doesn't turn himself in. So he's got this whole plan to do it. But Harvey Dent takes the fall and says, I'm Batman. So they arrest him. And I could believe it, actually. There's that moment with the ballerina at dinner where she like holds up a bit of paper over his eyes. Yeah. And he's like, maybe you are Batman. And he's got the jaw. Aaron Eckhart's got the jaw. Aaron job. Eckhart could be, could be Batman. Like, yeah. I'd buy it. Um, but yeah, he's, he's taking the credit. <laughs> I'm Batman. Yeah. yeah. I'm Batman. I did it. Yeah, it's me. Well, they arrest him and they're going to take him into custody and he's being escorted by like all sorts of police. But of course, it's intercepted by the Joker who's got his men in different cars. He's got a truck that was clearly like a toy factory thing that says laughter is the best medicine. But he wrote with an S in front of it. So it's slaughter is the best medicine. (laughs) Little things like that throughout the whole movie of the Joker. It's so funny. Uh, So these cops are like, yo, we're being chased by this, these cars with these villains, these criminals. And they look, and the side of the truck opens up, and it's the Joker who just pulls out a fucking rocket launcher 
and the cop is like, uh, is that a bazooka? And then the, the Joker shoots them with it. It's just insane. Uh, he explodes, he trips up a helicopter at one point. Yeah. Some of the stuff in this is insane. Uh, so Batman shows up. They need backup and cue the Batmobile, the Tumblr. Epic chase scene in a Batman movie, of course. Batman shows up. He's trying to save the day. Uh, but when things get a little too narrow for Batman, he decides he doesn't need the whole tumbler right now. He pushes this button that drops the sides of the Batmobile. We've seen this in Batman Returns, kind of. Not as cool this as this. This is way better. And all of a sudden, he's on the Batbike. So this bit's... He's kind of cornered as well yeah. here. And the, the Batmobile's crashed. So yeah. it looks like he's... Done. Fucked. And then you see the wheel at the front, like, start to move. And it's what's going on. And the sides, like, open up. Yeah. And he just comes out on this... The wheels of this bike are fucking crazy. They're so wide. Yeah. Uh, great reveal. And then I love the uh, the car that the Batmobile then self-destructs. Of course. It just says, goodbye. Yep. It's got to destroy. Leave, get rid of the evidence there. But then he, like, goes through this mall. With the with the bike, yep. it's such a crazy shot here, just insane. I remember seeing this in theaters and like shots like this and any of the jumping visuals. It's like, man, this is impressive. And he's flying around on this bat bike through the chase. It's super insane. Uh, and then he starts playing chicken with the Joker. The Joker goes after him in the truck, so he like turns away. But then he he trips up the truck again. Another crazy shot with the truck. Flipping right over. Yeah, Christopher Nolan loves... He tries to do everything practically. Yeah. And this was, I think, the biggest stunt in the film that they did was this truck flip. It's a whole truck. Um, there were so semi. many things I remember on the DVD extras about yeah. how they flip it. And it was like hydraulics and everything. Because this is a proper truck yeah. that they gimmick to flip. It's crazy. It. It's an awesome stunt. So the Joker gets out of it and he's laughing. He's like, ah, I survived. Cool. And Batman's now at the other end of the street, so he's driving right toward him with the bike. And another great like scene here with, come on, hit me. Hit me! I know you want to hit me! Just standing in the middle hit of the me. street. And Batman can't do it. He, 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 he loses that chicken and turn, turns and then like crashes and almost eats shit because he didn't want to hit the I Joker. I mean, so many people probably died in this whole car chase thing. Yeah. From all these flipping trucks and helicopters and cars flipping and stuff. But you could have at least clotheslined him. You yeah. could have like drove near him and kicked him or like stopped right before him. 100%. Although he's got a gun. Joker's got a gun. So, I mean, maybe he was like scared. I don't know. Uh, he didn't hit him. So the Joker's like dancing around, tries to like unmask him almost. And the, his, his buddy tries to and he gets shocked. So he's dancing around and stuff. But then out pops this... This special agent officer who puts a gun to the Joker's head on the ground, rips the ski mask off. We got you, you son of a bitch. Gordon's alive! Yeah, Jim ain't dead. Jim is back. Back from the dead. And it was their part of their plan the whole time. Well, that's good, because I, I missed this guy. I got very upset when I thought he oh, died. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I do love, just before the whole chicken moment, the way Joker just falls out the truck. Again, like, nothing he does at all is graceful. He's yeah. always just stumbling around, tripping over things. But it's because he's got this just carefree attitude, I guess. Uh, I think it's it's just such an awesome physical performance from him. This this whole chasing with the Batmobile and the Batbike is awesome. Just fantastic. And seeing this, like, on giant screens, with these the, the way they film it with the IMAX cameras, I think it was this scene, one of them broke. 
I think, okay. in one of the crashes. They, only, they were only allowed four, and like one of them broke. And they're very at yeah, the they're time, big especially in two thousand eight. They were like, think about it. Not oh, every yeah, movie that... was able to use them. So yeah, crazy. But they caught the Joker. Gordon's got to explain to his wife and kids what happened, and then she's pretty mad. Um, but he's like, it was all part of the plan to kidnap, to get the Joker. And- Did Batman save you, Daddy? Well, actually, son, <laughs> I saved him. Yeah, it's true. Not Batman didn't do all that Batman shit. Batman did nothing. He didn't drive through them all yeah. to save you. <laughs> but yeah, Joker's in holding, and he's doing the, the clap. Cue the, the gif of Joker mm. clapping here in this cell. And he Jim's going to interrogate the Joker. And... Um, they realized they got the Joker, but Harvey Dent is is missing, mm-hmm. and Rachel Dawes is missing. The last time they were seen, they were like getting police escorts to be like taken away into to hiding, so the Joker couldn't get them. But they never got to their location, which means the Joker must have something to do with this. So they go, "Where is he?" says Jim. Well, what time is it? What does that have to do with it? Well, depending on what time it is, he could be in one place or several. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay, what the fuck? And if you want to play mind games, be like that. So Jim un, uh, like undoes his, the Joker's handcuffs. And Joker's like, oh, is this going to be a good cop, bad cop? Who's the bad cop? And, of course, cue Batman, the interrogation scene. Why do you want to kill me? Where are they? Why do you want to kill me? He says, where are they? A bunch here. Uh, punches him in the head. And Joker's like, yo. You never start with the head because I'll forget things. So Batman's like, good idea. <laughs> Bunches him in the hand. <laughs> Break your fingers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Joker says, me and you are not so different. We're like the same. He's like, no, you're garbage, <laughs> says Batman. To them, you're just a freak. No, you're like garbage. Me. You're garbage. You're trash, Brock. He says, uh, I knew you had something to do. You, you must have feelings for Rachel, the way you threw yourself. Yeah, I thought you were Dent. Yeah. Thought you were him there for a second. Where are they? Well, you all have to choose. So Joker says that both of them are strapped somewhere, limited time, and only one of them can live. And this is where the uh, the like glissando string thing we have at the beginning <laughs> of the film kicks in again, like the, mm-hmm. as we're like building up to the the like rush to try and find Rachel and Harvey. And as is explaining this, it cuts to Harvey. Waking up tied to a chair, surrounded by barrels of gasoline and a, and a walkie-talkie that's connected to Rachel, who's in another location in a building with gasoline barrels and everything. And they're trying to talk each other through what they're going to do. Dent tries to escape, wiggles his chair, and ends up getting face-first into some gasoline, which might cause him some problems later. Uh, so Batman... And and Jim decided we have to go after these people, so he can only go after Rachel or Harvey. So Batman says he's going after Rachel because Joker told him which one Rachel was at and which one Harvey was at. Yeah. Batman chooses Rachel and goes. So Jim goes after Dent. Yeah. So when Batman shows up, uh, well, well, there's a few things in between this because now they're on the chase. But uh, the Joker, meanwhile, after getting beat up by Batman, some little subtleties here. He wants his phone call. Yes. Says he never got his phone call. So he's adamant. And meanwhile, a guy in another cell is complaining about his insides. Pain. Yeah. So Joker starts trash talking this one cop saying, I killed six of your friends, yada, yada, yada. I know them more than you because I saw them die, yada, yada, yada. Scaring him. Ends up taking a piece of the, a broken mirror that the Batman smashed his head into. 
uses it as a weapon and asks for his phone call, calls some number, which turns out to be a cell phone in the, the stomach, stomach, which then explodes and the Joker escapes. So it's almost like it was all part of his plan yeah, to get he's caught. He's always one step ahead. That Joker. Mm. Damn. Um, and another thing, I guess that means Batman and Joker aren't too different. Because earlier Batman was using the cell phone uh, with Lucius Fox to his advantage. True, true. Cell phones were hot in 2008. They were, yeah. There was no Kias. So while all this is happening, Harvey and Rachel are talking to each other. My answer is yes. I want to marry you. I want to marry you. But Batman shows up. But he realizes the Joker switched the addresses, telling him Harvey instead. So Batman shows up thinking he's saving Rachel. And he's like... Ah, shit. Why couldn't they save both? Dent, uh, Dent was ju- uh, Jim was just too slow. Fucking Jim. Jim was too slow. He wasn't busy showing off to his kids about <laughs> saving the day. But, like, you've got so many police there. Or do you, do you just not trust any more Gotham police? I, I think I, I think they just were too late. Like, oh, Batman's okay. got his Batmobile, so motorcycle thing, so it's so much faster. Because the joke was like, yeah, you don't have much time. You only have time to save one of them. You can't go to both. The moment here where Harvey realizes, because their whole phone call is Rachel knows Batman's coming for her. Rachel on the phone call thinks she's surviving. Yeah. And she's saying goodbye, Harvey. I want to marry you. And even there, it's like, just tell him what he wants to hear. Yeah. Is what I get. I know we get to the letter later on, but that's kind of what it feels like. And Harvey's reaction when Batman comes in, where he's like, no, because he he wanted to die. He yeah. wanted to save Rachel. And Rachel's just look of absolute kind of defeat, but also acceptance. It's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna die in a second. Yeah. And it's it's brilliant. It's such a great scene. Yeah, not Rachel, no. And he's dragging Harvey Dent out of there and he's like, No, you're supposed to save her. Why are you saving me? And then he drags him out as it explodes and Rachel she's like mid sentence. And then <laughs> Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And I think we're not used to deaths actually meaning something in in superhero films. Like yeah. how many times have we seen Loki die? Like right. Agent Coulson gets killed and then he's back on his own TV show. Like it happens all the time in comics. And I don't think Rachel's necessarily a really iconic character. But you're watching this scene and I'm going, oh yeah, Harvey must blow up but survive the the explosion and that's how his face gets all burnt yeah like that's what i'm expecting and rachel will be fine but to actually kill her adds so much weight to every other character in this film uh yeah i think this scene's awesome so he is he saves harvey but then the explosion is all this fire and i mentioned harvey was kind of doused in some gasoline earlier so his face catches on fire Ah. and burns the side of his face just Instantly, and he's screaming in agony as Batman puts it out, and the cops and ambulance people show up to save him here. Um, like maybe four weeks ago, I got a pretty bad burn on my arm, did, and yeah. it's still not fully no. healed. I couldn't not imagine that on my face. Oh, yeah, like that. But, like that is insane. I couldn't. I'm Nasty. not saying I've got the greatest face in the world, but like, yeah, yeah. No, this guy's face gets mash up. It's burnt up. Oh, it's boy. crispy, extra crispy. It's got holes in and everywhere. Well, we'll yeah. see it later. Believe in Harvey Dent. Mm. Damn, poor Harvey, but poor Rachel. Rip Rachel. Rip Rachel. Batman, Bruce is torn. He's bu- he's just broken by this. And he says, she was going to wait for me, Alfred. She was going to wait. She told me. We had a moment. We made out. She was going to wait for me. And Alfred was given a letter by Rachel who says, give this to Bruce. But Alfred 
did a little did a little naughty thing and read it. Well, she said it's not sealed. Okay. So I think she she gave it to Alfred with the intention of him knowing what to do with it, whether to actually give it to him or not, because mm. she made a point of saying it's not sealed, which okay. to me is saying read the letter. Right. So in the letter, she says, I don't want to be with you. You want to be Batman forever. You should do that. I'm going with Harvey Dent. She's twisted again. It's, I mean, here is saying, look, Bruce, I really want to be with you, but like, I just can't be with you if you're being Batman. So I'm going to go for option B. Yeah. Is kind of what she's saying. And then when she was like sweet talking Harvey, cause she thought, ah, Bruce is going to save me. <laughs> Harvey, look, I say, yes, it's great. And then she'd be like, well, at least I get Bruce. Like, it's fine. Yeah. She, she hasn't even told him. <sighs> She loves him. Cruel people. To, to, uh, to Eric. No, Eric. Sorry. Harvey. Yeah. Who's Eric? Yeah, just love is a bad game. Yeah. Never play it. Never. <laughs> well, rip Rachel. <laughs> rip Rachel. So. But yeah, this is like, poor, poor Alfred looks very sad and conflicted here. So he, as he, he hands Bruce the letter with his like breakfast or something, Bruce is just torn and Alfred just ever so slightly takes it back. And Bruce yeah. is like, what's that? He's like, ah, nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. And then he burns it. So Bruce will never know that Rachel didn't really want to be with him. I mean, what's, what's, why does he need to know? He doesn't. Isn't it nicer to just know that she loved him? Yeah. Rather than the love of your life died and she didn't really want She you. didn't really like you. Yeah. yeah. He says he, Joker killed Rachel. He, he blew harvey's face half to hell like just i'm i'm broken i can't i can't do this anymore so he's like he he needs he wants to get justice on the joker now and mr reese shows up on gotham news and he's on the tv he's gonna do this interview because he's gonna out the batman mr reese this this what a scumbag so um I think it's Mr. Reese who's like, hey, I'm going to out it and everything's going to be all right. Um, and I think the Joker sends a video in saying, hey, Mr. Reese, I changed my mind. I don't want to know who the Batman is. So the, you need to die because <laughs> I don't want you to tell everyone who, who this is. So uh, for as long as you're alive, basically, um, like everyone uh, is going to blow up hospitals. I'm going to blow up all these hospitals unless this guy dies in an hour. Yeah. So everyone kill this guy, please. And the news airs this. So they're like, okay, everyone try to kill Mr. Reese now. So this guy's terrified for his life. Joker's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know who Batman is. All right, yo, we got someone who knows who he is. Actually, uh, you need to die. I don't want you to tell everyone. So he just wants to create mayhem. So now it's he's he's told the whole city that a random hospital will be blown up. Yeah. Unless this man's killed within an hour. So now everyone's gunning for, for Mr. Reed. It's, it's chaos. So um, Jim is now the commissioner, Gordon, officially. And he tells everyone we got to get these hospitals evacuated and searched to see which one it is. It's probably Gotham General. Cue Gotham General, who he goes to visit Harvey, who's there. And Harvey reveals that his face is, yes, burnt half off. And says, Jim, you never told me what that nickname was. Two-Face. Like, yeah, it was Two-Face. I guess it really fits now. Say it! It was Two-Face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Harvey. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Not yet. Uh-oh. I like, throughout the whole scene, uh, you see, like, just his normal face, yeah. the side of it, and you see just a glimpse, a tiny little slither 
of the burn. Yeah. And then there's a moment where he turns and it's just a frame where you see the entire face. They're teasing you with the reveal before he finally turns and you see it in all its glory with the the hole missing from the cheek. Uh, I think it still looks, I mean, it's obviously CGI, but I I still think it looks pretty decent for, for, for CGI from this time. Well, everyone was just like, wow, that looks amazing compared to just the purple goop on Tommy Lee Lee Jones Jones face. (laughs) So yeah, it looks 100% better. The making of is crazy where you just got the, like the green things on his face that they alter, right? Motion kind of stuff. Super cool. Yeah, I think it looks right. Yeah, because even like his jaw has got like part of the tendons and stuff visible and burned. It's nasty. It's great. Like I'm sure you get infected and die within a day or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if you just were chilling like that. Yeah. For sure. I told you, my wrist was all sorts of things. My wrist was two-faced, for sure. Uh, Burned up wrist. So uh, Harvey's like, oh, man, I feel shitty about this. Your girl died. Your face is burnt. Like, damn, sorry. Too bad. But I got got to deal with this Joker still. Mm. So like these hospitals, we got to clear out and stuff. So the Joker is now with the, the mob and stuff and the gangsters. And he's got all their money and he's burning half of it. And he's like, I'm only burning my half. It's fine. I'm a simple man. I like gasoline, gunpowder. Funny thing is, all those things are cheap. And starts like burning things. He doesn't care about money. And cuts his promo talking about how uh, it's not about the money. It's about sending a message. And uh, he likes he likes watching people burn. Just like Alfred said. Yeah. Alfred was telling the truth. Some people like to watch the world burn literally. So, yeah. 100%. Joker's insane. And he's going to blow up uh, a hospital. Um, so Mr. Reese is being escorted out by Jim and the police and Batman decides he's got to save him. So he's like, get the car, Alfred. Well, which one? Well, it's broad daylight. I can't just show up in the Batmobile. So he shows up in a Lambo. Bruce Wayne driving the Lambo. Well, something a bit less conspicuous and he comes in a Lamborghini. Well, is it or is it not? Because the car he's driving is the Lambo, uh, Lago. Okay. Famous car. Uh, I know it because of so many hip hop songs. Mercy, Lago. Doing extensive research, it turns out the makers of that car named that car after a bat. Oh. And therefore, here is Bruce driving a black bat. <laughs> a Batmobile, yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So sick. Mercy. Uh, so he's got no mercy as he's driving this thing and he's being subtle, but Alfred says, yeah, Lambos. Very subtle. <laughs> So all these hospitals are emptied out, and this is where we see the Joker sneak into the hospital that Two-Face is in. Harvey's in, sorry. Dressed as a nurse, and he does the... We were just talking about the, hi, (laughs) hey, but it's the, hi, as he reveals himself to Harvey, who's like now strapped to this this hospital bed. This is a great reveal. This is like... As I said earlier, I think the Joker for Halloween thing is kind of overdone. Yeah. But if you're going to do Heath Ledger's Joker... This one. Do this. I've seen it. It's terrifying. Like, like people don't do this one enough. Yeah. I've seen it, like, done perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great look. Yeah. The Nurse Jackie, Nurse Joker type thing is fucking sick. This one's scary. Because it's like... Nurse Jackie. Poor Edie Falco. (laughs) It's, It's like he's in the nurse... Like get up, but then he's also still dirty in the Joker. He's got the the, the face paint like scraping away on his hands. Yeah. It's like he's he's it's so awesome. scary. And he says, "I don't want any hard feelings between us." <laughs> Obviously, like he killed his girl. Uh, but do I look like a guy with a plan? I'm just a dog chasing cars. 
I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught one. And uh, he says he's just like a schemer. He's just like, I just like to do these things. And you sometimes you need to introduce a little anarchy to upset the establishment. And we need chaos. And I'm an agent of chaos. So he decides, hey, Harvey, loads a gun, puts it in Harvey's hand and says, kill me. Because you killing me will prove everything that I'm right. You just need a little push and I, I'll do it. So if you want revenge, kill me. And Harvey says, I'll leave that up to fate, to, to chance. So he flips his coin. And then they both kind of smile, and then you don't see what happens. So, Dent's lost his mind. Yeah, hasn't he? yeah. I would have shot just him. killed this guy. I would have shot him. I would have shot him. And I'm not an advocate for that. Would have saved a lot of time. I think if half my face had blown up and the love of my life had just exploded, yeah, uh, and the killer is right there dressed as a nurse with crazy yeah. makeup, I I'm pretty sure I'd get away with it. Yeah, but then it's like he's the Joker. Everyone was evacuated because the Joker killed the cop that was supposed to take Dent. Mm. He shot him. So it's like he would just die there if he strapped, stay strapped because he, he was tied up. Uh, it's like if you're like, true. it's like in Seinfeld when George thinks he meets an attractive lady on the subway. She takes him to a hotel and wants to get kinky and handcuffs him just to rob him. Uh, <laughs> she leaves. So now he's just stuck there for a whole night damn. and day until someone comes to get you. That would have been Harvey. Yeah. would have been dead. That is true. That is true. So maybe that but was I don't think that was going through his mind. No, I would have shot him. He probably wouldn't, didn't even know. Did he know? Oh, yeah. Gordon told him about yeah. the evacuation. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So he doesn't do it. But so, yeah, very, very great scene between the two of them. Very scary. This The two, like, kind of characters in this thing. Uh, so Batman is super pissed off here because um, he's driving the Lambo, I mentioned. But he's got to save Reese. So in... In this midst, there's a cop who might shoot Reese because he's got family in the hospital. So there's a car crash, but it's Bruce who jumps in with the Lambo to take the blunt of the crash. And Jim Gordon's like, hey, you're Bruce Wayne. Like, you you did a brave thing driving in front of that oncoming car who was trying to kill us. He's like, oh, why? Who's in the who's in the car? Uh, Reese, Mr. Reese. Oh, who's that? I don't know. Who this? <laughs> oh, I guess you just don't watch TV. He's like, yeah, sorry. I'm just trying to make that 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 green. We should just give a massive wink. He did him. look at him. He like kind of stares at him like, like come on, dude, all this time you still haven't worked it out. Yeah, like, you haven't worked you. it out yet, Jim. Fuck you. Yeah, Jim, yeah. Jim really, Jim in the next movie though, definitely figures it out. But uh, yeah, so they save Reese and now there's just chaos. The Joker um, gets into, sorry, he leaves the hospital. The Joker leaving the hospital, still dresses the nurse pushes the button inside rooms start exploding going off exits the hospital there's a back of a school bus that's about to drive off he has the button to hit one more time he pushes it a few times doesn't go off and then click boom as the explosion set off he jumps jumps in the back of the school bus as it drives off i believe i I didn't read up trivia on this but i believe i heard that this was a legit delayed explosion right so ledger just stayed in character so it was meant to just blow up as he's walking the cool you know bad boy is walking away from an explosion yeah but it was a legit like why is it not going off that was always what i was told but other people have told me and some i still see that i looked that up because i was always told that everyone always says urban legend Apparently he worked, he planned to do it. Like okay. he knew that's what he, he, it was his idea. Like, mm. why would I just go like that? Cause he already did that like a few minutes yeah. earlier. He just clicks it. This one, he wanted like a little bit more like character into it. And he, and he practiced a million times because he only got one take. Right. Because 
the yeah, shot. You can't do this. This twice. shot is insane. Yeah. This is one of the craziest shots in movies. This made news. This was in Detroit, I think. This hot, this building. Okay. They bought it and blew it to up. Blow it up. But then all these news people were like, "Yo, this building just exploded <laughs> in Detroit." I remember I was working. I was in college. Was I in college yet? For I'm obsessed with radio, and it was all over the radio. It was like it would have been 2006, seven. No, I was. I was. No, I was probably not even in high school yet, or maybe. But um, it was all over like the radio news. Like, yo, there's just this giant building. Oh wait, Warner Brothers has come out with a press saying they bought for the new Batman movie. And everyone's like, yo, what? That looks sick. And this is the shot. And it's, it's insane. Awesome. Yeah. How much like faith do you have to put in to this shot into the actors, into the way it's like, dude, that's insane. It's oh, yeah. the specific shot of the Joker pushing the button and the explosion is magnificent. One of the coolest shots in, in yeah. movies. That's why I take thing. You, yeah. you got to get it right. And it, it worked. <sighs> crazy so insane and then he just drives off he loves school buses this joker he really does yeah. yeah but just insane so harvey's gone missing now there's exploding hospitals commissioner gordon's like we need the national guard honestly this is fucked up <laughs> this is this is some next shit so batman goes to fox and says i need to find the joker no more funny business i'm tired of this he killed my girl he's fucking everything up mr fox i use that sonar device you created with the cell phone and I did it to everyone's cell phone. And Fox is like, yo, that's pretty messed up. You're like the government. Yeah. Trying to spy on everyone because you think everyone's a terrorist. You can't be doing this, Bruce Wayne. You can't be Batman. You can't be doing this. Well, I need you to do it because it's the only fucking way. You're going to listen to me. And when it's done, it'll shut down. You type your name in as the password. It'll all shut down and cease to exist. But for right now, we need to use this. I don't. Does he tell him it will because he, signa- he signals says, it yeah like i'm i read it at this point as because fox says he'll resign he's going to do this one thing and then yeah. hand in his resignation and the way bruce says well once you're done you can type your name to me is like that is the resignation because i don't know there's the moment with the machine later where i kind of think like fox sort of as he does it and it blows up it's like oh okay it was only ever a one-time. Yeah, thing. it makes. He also he kind of sing like he's like, trust me, like it. Don't worry. Essentially, yeah. he's like, yeah, all right, and then does it, and yeah, it explodes. So he helps Batman with this sonar device that he's going to use now to track just everyone. Realistically, mm. so it's like it's like a bat. It shows people's movements and stuff. Everyone, Big Brother, it could, yeah. It, who knows what Lucius Fox could have been watching mm. in this span. Here he could have been and watching. Now you. this is just Instagram ads, isn't it? Yeah. Now this is called TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> microchipping you. So Batman is going to go after the Joker. The city's in chaos. Uh, Dent is now chasing down all the dirty cops that kidnapped him and Rachel in the first place. Yeah, goes after the mob. Eric Roberts. <laughs> There's a moment he goes into a, a bar to get one of the guys yeah. and uh, drinks his whiskey. But as he drinks it, it just falls out of the uh, hole in his mouth, dribbling down, and it's it's pretty scary. Yeah. So he's after every. He's like uh, the bounty hunter here, going after everyone, and he's just flipping the coin whether they'll live or die. Yeah. So he he gets to is it like not Falcone but the Maroni Maroni in in a in a car, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna see if you live or die. So he flips the coin. He's like, oh, you're lucky. And then he flips it again. He's like, "What are you, why are you flipping the coin again? Well, you were lucky, but unfortunately, your driver isn't. And then he puts his seatbelt on and shoots the guy in the back <laughs> of the head, meaning the car flips off and ex- like almost explodes. 
I mean, he could have just died here as well. Yeah, but he wore a seatbelt. Cool. It was cool. Remember, yeah, kids, always wear your seatbelts. I always say that. Yeah. yeah. You always say wear your seatbelts? Especially in an Uber. Yeah. Like, I don't know this fucking guy. I do every time. Yeah. Wear, wear your seatbelts. It's weird. Back in the day. It's not got... cool to die yeah. from a car crash. What, what, a, go... what a shitty way to go out. Like getting into a cab back in the day, you'd never like put on. It's normal for people just mm. get in a cab or an Uber because someone else is driving you. You don't need to do it. And it's like something that I used to always do. But like as of the past few years, always put on. Yeah. Seatbelt, yeah. I'm just like if I'm wearing it when like my dad is driving me, a yeah. guy like I trust. Why am I doing it just based off this guy's got 4.85 on Uber? <laughs> 4.85. You know, it's like, oh, I should trust this guy with my life. Yeah. Wear your seatbelt. Wear your seatbelt. Harvey Dent does. Yeah. And but don't don't shoot. Your yeah, maybe don't shoot the like driver. Harvey. No, don't. You shouldn't do that. He's a mean guy. That Harvey. He's be like Harvey Act One, not like Harvey <laughs> Act Three. <laughs> Believe. So uh, he's now after all these other things. Joker now has a new plan. He's rigged the city to leave the city because there's all these explosions and stuff happening. That he's now has two fairies trapped in the the river. Looks awfully a lot like that Chicago River that we went on a tour of. Uh, this whole movie, we saw this like lots of the filming locations because we went on the boat tour with Scrump in Chicago yes. for uh, All In Weekend. And on your birthday, we did a Chicago boat tour, and it was in like the rain. we were like, "That's the bank that the Joker <laughs> robs. That's the oh, this is oh, we're in Gotham. Uh, really cool. Highly recommend it." So this this is his new plan. There's two ships. One of them's got inmates and all the criminals from the mobs. One of them's just got every regular day people, but they own the, the, the device, the switch to explode the other boat, and only one boat can survive because the Joker's insane. So now these people on the boats are like, oh, man, what are we going to do? Just just chaos. The Joker's just insane. So uh, Dent... It's kind of a, a like a sore plan, almost. Yeah. You know, it's like someone's going to die here. Who's he going to be? Yeah, the Joker also says, I, I don't really, like, I, you think I have a plan? I don't have a plan. He has a plan. He literally has. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a liar. We know that as well. He loves to lie, this Joker. He loves to joke. So all these people are on the boat. Um, Batman has to help him here, has to help Jim, because all these cops are thinking they're going to, like, snipe out these people. But the Joker has, has also flipped it to make look like the the shooters are actually the hostages and clown masks with fake guns, whereas the hostages are actually his criminals in disguise. So yeah. it's like all backwards. He's thought of everything. Good plan. Yeah, pretty yeah, smart. Yeah, they've got the cl- clown masks on, but their hands taped with the together guns. with guns. So when the cops show up, like, hey, put drop the guns, they can't, yeah. so the cops will shoot them. So Batman, using the sonar thing, is talking to Fox, and it's very like video game almost, where it's like someone's telling you what to do. In the yep. video games, I think it's Oracle, I think, who talks to you. Something like Something that. Something like yeah. that. And so Batman's using this, and now he has to beat up the SWAT team so they don't shoot the civilians. And of course, Batman saves the day. But while all this is happening, Dent goes to the evil cop Ramirez, who drove Rachel. She's like, I didn't know they were going to kill her. And he flips the coin and says, you'll get to live. She was like basically they targeted her because uh, her mum's in hospital and there's all these hospital bills that right. she can't pay for. So the mob like paid her off. They basically. said, "Hey, give us Ra- help us get Rachel because we'll pay you." But they didn't, she didn't know it was going to go to the Joker mm. and get tied up and murdered. Like she didn't know this, but still, dirty cop. You should. Yeah. You you had to come in, dirty cop. But she doesn't get killed. But he well, forced- just just another reason why the NHS is such a great idea. <laughs> she wouldn't have to worry about her mum's hospital bills. Yeah. Yeah. Healthcare. Healthcare. Do they, have, they don't have that in Gotham. <laughs> Clearly not. Well, he forces her to make a fake call to Jim 
or sorry, to, to Jim's family saying like, hey, we need you to meet us here because Jim, like you're in trouble. So they trust Ramirez because she's one of Jim's cops. So the family listens. Then it's Dent who gets the gets the family hostage and calls Har- uh, Jim like, hey, I have your family. And it's a whole twist and swerve here where Harvey Dent has completely lost his dimes and quarters and mm. whatever coins he uses. It's chaos. But this is still going on while the, the criminals and the, the two boats are deciding which boat. Obviously, everyone's like, yo, just kill the criminals here. Like, they made their choice. Do it. But this is where we get our wrestling tie-in. Yep. Star of, what is it? Again, not Against All Odds. What's the movie? Is it that? Friday he's in. and uh, But he's also in the Hulk Hogan. Against All, oh, um, all Holds Barred? No Holds Barred. No Holds yeah. Barred. That's what it is. Zeus. Zeus. Zeus is one of the criminals here. And in a great, his only scene in the movie says, I'll give me that remote and I'll do what you should have done 10 minutes ago. And you think he's going to blow up this boat full of families and people. But instead, he throws it out the window. So he's a good guy. See, the Joker was wrong. He just landed on something in debt. Yeah, I don't know why he threw it like that. I was like, dude, what are you throwing it like that? Uh, Uh, But yeah, yeah, it's showing that the the criminals have more morality than the kind of, I don't know, pedestrian civilians. Yeah. Because a lot of the civilians are like, what are we waiting for? Let's blow them up. But even the civilian... They made their choice. Yeah. The one civilian who wanted to do it, though, backs out. He's like, yeah. I can't kill these people. I mm-hmm. can't be the one who does it. Like, sorry. So the Joker was wrong in this aspect. Because at the same time, we're seeing what's happening to Dent. And you're like, ah, the Joker was pretty right. He, mm-hmm. he set this up pretty good. So uh, the boats don't explode. Batman finally gets to the Joker. And it's this, like, face-off where they're beating each other up. Joker's got dogs. Clearly, someone gave him the intel. Like, oh, yeah. He doesn't... Doesn't fight, like dogs. Yeah, he doesn't fight well against dogs. So that's all happening here. And Batman starts to beat him up. He's no Joker's no match physically for the combat skills of the League of Shadows, Batman, and beats him up. He he says uh he he he, he gets him well, you wanna see you wanna know how I got these scars? And he's like, Well, I know how you got these, and then uses that bat ninja thing out of his forearm that he we talked the about. Spikes on his gauntlet, yeah. hasn't he? Uh, and he now has the Joker hanging upside down after this fight. And the Joker cuts a promo saying the unstoppable force meeting the immovable object. It's He says he doesn't want to kill him. You don't want to kill me. You have rules. I have rules. We're destined to do this forever. And um, As he's just hanging upside down, yeah. floating around, waving his arms around. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's a really weird shot. Yeah. It's like this upside down thing. It It, it looks really weird. He says, I broke their, these people's spirit completely. And he thinks the, the boats are going to explode, but it turns out these people didn't want to kill each other. So Batman's like, see, you, you weren't right. He says, well, what did you think? You thought this, this last fist fight would be the end of all of us? No, I had an ace in the hole. Harvey Dent. Yeah, the White Knight. Well, I brought him down to our level. Madness is gravity, and all it takes is a little push as he starts to laugh. So Bruce is like, what did you do? What do you mean? This ace in the hole as the SWAT team come and arrest the Joker. As we say goodbye to the Joker, because he's not murdered. He's not killed. He's not dropped on his head. He's He's arrested. Just in Arkham. We assume. Yeah. We never know what, what comes Mm. of him because uh, yeah, Heath Ledger passes away. Never. We never really knew if he would be able to come back into this movie. He makes the reference. We were destined to do this forever. I, I think we'll talk about yeah, maybe what sure. could have been after. So he laughs as he's kidnapped, but Batman's 
little interested. Jim is going after his family now to get Dent, and Dent is there with a gun and says the world is cruel and he needs a fair chance. And Jim is just saying, sorry, like it wasn't my fault. It was the Joker. And Jim's going to you know, blame me. Don't blame my family. But, of course, Two-Face is going to use the coin to decide the fate of these people. But Batman shows up and says, don't do this. You're like they're like almost heartbroken that Harvey Dent is the guy who's pointing the gun at. The- There's a great line from Dent just before Batman gets there, where he says, uh, "He says to to Gordon, lie like I lied," mm. and and Gordon just says to his son, "Like it's all going to be okay." Basically, realizing his son's going to be capped, killed. Yeah, very very scary, mm. and it's interesting that and both like this, we see these kind of hostage situations in so many films but just the the quality of actors here just lift the scene so much more make it so much more emotional gary oldman is just one of the greatest actors alive for sure in my opinion for sure uh Aaron eckhart's great as well this it's, is such a great scene it's definitely because the whole movie it's the joker who's the bad guy and planning all these things saying he's creating chaos mm. and he just pretty much explained what he was up to and then yeah it comes almost like a full circle because the White Knight is becoming this bad guy who's going to kill a kid, kill mm. his wife, kill Jim. Like, he's just completely gone off the rocker at the chaos and, and everything. So Batman shows up, makes the save. He gets shot at one point, but still makes the save, jumps off this, like, like bridge area, goes flying with Dent and the kid of Jim, saves the kid, but lands and takes this nasty fall. However, Dent does not survive. Mm. So they realize that now Harvey Dent is dead, and that, well, I guess he was right, says Bruce, because we die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. And, well, he became the villain. <laughs> yeah. So what do we do now? And Dent's like, well, uh, sorry, Jim is like, well, Dent's dead. What are we going to do? And he's like, well, we can't. We'll People have him die the hero. Yeah, we can't tell the truth. People are going to freak. Very questionable. Yeah, okay. So basically Batman goes, I'll take the fall. Will no one needs to know of these crimes that yeah. Dent did. Let's have Dent die as the White Knight, as the hero of Blame Gotham. me. Blame me. Dude, we've all just seen the Joker. Like yeah. Joker's been on TV. We all know the Joker's been running around killing people. Same as him. Blame me on the Joker. Blame yeah. me on Maroney, Falcone, like the mob. Yeah. Why Batman? Yeah. It It's okay, like cool, that's what you're going with, but it doesn't really make sense, this bit. They'll hunt you. Yeah, you'll condemn me. But sometimes the truth isn't good enough. They do need the protector, says Jim, as it ends with the score raising. He's cutting this promo that the, the funeral of Two-Face, of, of Dent, Dent. Who, which just kills this guy's hill to go up there and talk about good things, about what he just went through mm. for this guy who tried to kill him and his family, as he's describing the the, the, all the nice things about Dent when he's actually describing a Batman. silent guardian, a yeah. watchful protector, a dark knight. Mm. Hey, mm. that's the name of the movie. That's right. As it fades to white and black, and that's the Dark Knight. Wow, what a film! What I, a film! I've seen this so many times. As I said, I, I recently watched this just last year, and I think the it's a long film. It's two and a half hours, but the pacing of it. Every scene seems seems important. There's no fat here, I don't think. Yeah. And it just moves at such a rapid pace that the cast is just awesome. There are so many 
just iconic moments in this film. And I think films are lucky if they've got one, one iconic moment. This has the bank heist, the highway chase, the, the pencil moment, the boat bomb, breaking out of jail, the interrogation, the party, the interrogation, the truck flip. Um, it's like the whole movie is like every mo- the hospital. Yeah. E- every moment is so iconic in this film. Uh, it's, it's such a great movie. It, it, comparing it to all these past Batman movies, it's like, wow, like you nailed it of creating this like real life situation of where this, this character that we've, we've read in books or comics and watched in TV shows, cartoons come to life in an actual like real serious way. And you've introduced this, this other character, the Joker, that is also like years famous of being iconic, already done in movies and stuff and just reimagined here. It, and and just like knock it out the park, it's just incredible. Like everything they do, this is this is not a comic book movie. It, it's no, it technically is, yeah, because it's based on Batman and the Joker. But like, it's really not. It's it's just a cinematic well, like action movie that's insane. I think also you, if you want to watch the trilogy, yes, you need to watch <laughs> Batman Begins. Yeah, and I love Batman Begins, but you can just watch this. Yeah, isolated. I know some and, people that did. Yeah, and know and completely follow it and be like, that was a hell of a movie. I and every time I watch it, I always go in going, "Is this overrated?" Because the people go, "Oh, Heath Ledger only got the Oscar because he died." He died. It's like no, he got the Oscar because he's fucking incredible in this film. Like the the details, the tiny little details, his his physicality, the way he uses his voice, the way he licks his lips, just everything. We talk about the Joker how. He keeps on saying he just does whatever, but we always know he's got a plan. That's how it feels with Heath Ledger. Everything is planned out to the minute detail. Um, no, he absolutely deserved that Oscar. And if he was still alive today, I think he'd still be holding that Oscar. Yeah, and, and possibly other ones for different movies yeah. and stuff. It's a shame that we never got to see it. It's a shame he maybe never got to see this final like product of this movie. Because uh, I'm sure he got to see some parts of it, but just like this masterpiece that goes on to... Again, the guy dies and everyone wants to see this movie because the guy dies. It creates such buzz. But then everyone went to that movie and was like, holy, like, that's a movie to go out on there, mm. Keith, because that was, like, a master class. Like, bravo. Like, yeah. I, I, I almost, I've seen it so many times that, that I do the same thing. I'm like, ah, is it still, the, like, the best one? And, like, you watch it and you're like, dude, this movie's insane. It's incredible. I keep saying it's insane because it is. It's like... Uh, Nolan is such a good filmmaker and then to take such something that's such silliness as Batman when you compare this to like the 60s or oh, something yeah, it's like, stuff. It's like yeah. how is that the Reason same the Schumacher stuff. yeah how is this the same like character same universe same like it's it's and, awesome and I think uh, I enjoyed the Jack Nicholson one but for me there's no comparison yeah for really. sure uh, I've said it before like Jack Nicholson doing anything is going to be good I feel it's just Jack Nicholson in a clown costume. Yeah, well, you should and see the bucket He's list. very good. He's better than most people that would play it. Yeah, yeah. But Heath Ledger just, there's so much more depth to the character. Even, even we said it in Batman Begins, Christian Bale, like he creates, he, he, he knocks it out of the park of everything at Bruce. We do our bat ratings, which we'll mm. get into in a sec, but like he ticks off all those things in, in the Bruce mannerisms, in the Batman mannerisms. Like he's, He's depth too. Like he's so torn. He's got his own like love triangle going on in the midst of trying to catch this psycho and like his girl dies and like there's so much depth to that character in a mm. totally different way. And I, and I like the fact that Batman and Joker like almost like do like bounce. Mirrors. Yeah. That's yeah. mirroring each other of the different things that they do throughout the movie. And 
yeah. Um, where do you think it would have went if, if the, the original plan, if Heath Ledger did not pass away? Yeah, so they leave it so he can come back. Yeah, they didn't kill him. I would do... Okay, part of me, and we'll get into it when we're going through our ratings, I don't think you should have Harvey Dent be as... I don't think he should be threatening to kill kids in this film. That's a lot of people's only criticism of this movie. very quick. And I think you can get there eventually. I, I get that the guy feels like he's lost everything, so what is there? But... And I know you've got the time constraints of a movie that you've got to get it going along. But I would have Harvey Dent continue through to the next film and be kind of the beginning of the next film. Introduce your secondary villain or like maybe your main villain. Like yeah. Harvey Dent's your secondary for like the opening act. And then you have the Joker for act three. Like shit happens, which then causes the Joker to be released, mm. and you have Joker as the finale of right. the film. That's usually how it went in but, the cartoons. Yeah, and I think, and I think the the reveal of jo- not just have Joker being released at the beginning of the film, right. Joker coming out around the the ninety minute mark, the hundred minute mark, and you're like, oh shit, now we've got the Joker. Yeah, I think would have been awesome, but obviously we we didn't get that, yeah. and I, I'm I'm glad they didn't recast him for the third one and I'm glad they went back to I think it was very smart going back to Batman Begins for the third film rather than trying to move on with this story yeah yeah I I I don't know what Nolan has said has he kind of said what his plans were what to do because it makes sense everyone does say oh it would have made sense if you know the Joker's caught and then two faces on the loose for the next, the ending of it, and the Batman stops him, and then you could introduce like your your Bane or something, mm. uh, and then he Batman topples him, but it turns out that the Joker then is like what you said makes the most sense, but obviously this happens, so they're like we got to come up with like a whole other story, and they do that, and they almost don't even me- they purposely do not mention the Joker in the next movie just no, out of respect, respect of yeah. of Heath, but uh, I I oh it it always will like. Batman fans will always be like, oh man, but what if? Man? There's that moment in um, the Hans Zimmer concert where he moves on from the Dark Knight to the Dark Knight Rises. And he's saying about how he finally gets a call from Nolan going, we got to finish this trilogy. Yeah. We got to do it. And by the, by the way Zimmer talks there, it sounds like they were going to do a third with Heath yeah. and then that completely yeah, like, that's how it always sounded. changed yeah. things. And it's like, right, well, where, where are we going from here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely, this would be a fantastic film in its own right anyway, mm-hmm. but it is kind of immortalized with the, with the death of Ledger. It is. And he's, he's immortalized because of all the, the one liners he's got, the, the imagery, like, like every, people had the t-shirts, had everything. Mm. Why so serious was such a big thing. The website for this movie was like Joker's clues to get clips of the movie and images. Like it was a whole setup perfectly to, to make this movie like what it was. But unfortunately him passing away in a way helped this movie become even bigger. And it like, it made a billion dollars. The first like, superhero film to ever make a billion. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, nuts. a bunch have since, I think. But, yeah. Uh, first one. Yeah. Like, and definitely people who were not, and I'd say the same with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I think there are a lot of people who don't necessarily like comic books, wouldn't ever go and see a superhero film. But I think these two, there's, I think Batman and the Joker have so much broken out of, it's like 
The Rock is so much more than wrestling, mm. right? Yeah. That's how I feel about these two characters. There's yeah. so much more than just superheroes. And I'd say, like, someone like Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. One of the biggest comics. I don't think Spider-Man's done that. Whereas I do think Batman and Joker have. Sure. Yeah, everyone knows about it because your grandparents My watched grandma the 60s. Would know about it. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. So... I, I think they knocked it out the park with this one. I, again, I've watched it a million times when it came out. Probably watched it like 50 times during 2008, 9, <laughs> realistically. Uh, and it, it's considered the best comic book movie out there. Uh, but is it the best Batman movie? IMDb Top 100, it's number three. Wow. Like So that's based on IMDb ratings. Uh, it's number three and... Shawshank's first, Godfather Part 2's. Oh, I love this way more than Shawshank. I know I recently watched Shawshank, um, but yeah, I have, we have not seen Godfather Part 2, though. Not yet, no. So we got to catch up we on that to. one. Yeah. Well, shall we go into our rating? Yeah, we should go into our bat rating. So we, if you've been listening to our bat reviews here, we've been doing bat scores, bat ratings, and we've uh, given out some, some positive reviews on some movies mm-hmm. and some lower reviews. Let, let's run through yeah. quickly, starting with... We will go back and do a rating for 66 at some point. We don't need to. <laughs> at some point. Uh, but Batman, the Tim Burton film, yeah. 3.5 stars. Out of 5. Out of 5. Batman Returns, 3.34 stars. So let's let's round that up to a 3.5. So Batman, I'd say round it down. <laughs> round that, let's round that down, yeah. 3.25. Batman, 3.5. Batman Returns, 3.25. Mask of Phantasm, 4-star film. Batman Forever, three-star film. (laughs) Batman and Robin, and I think this is generous, 2.5-star film. Cool. (laughs) And then Batman Begins got our highest rating so far with a 4.25. Damn. And that's that's all based on our bat points we give out. Yeah. So let's start with Bruce Wayne out of 10. Bruce Wayne out of 10. In the we, Dark Knight. We always, we always rate each Bruce in each of these Bat movies of what kind of cheeky Bruce Wayne stuff does he do. We kind of criticize uh, Michael Keaton for not doing enough of it. He did a little bit, but still not. He, no. wasn't re- he didn't have game. He just know? had a turtleneck and a long table. And glasses. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Come Val, on. Val Kilmer, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure. Uh, and then George Clooney. I mean, George Clooney is a good Bruce. Yeah, the Bat card. Because he's, yeah, he's Bruce Wayne. Like, mm. he's, he's George Clooney. But I, I do think Christian Bale is a great Bruce Wayne, and we, we, we gave him some high points in Batman Begins. And in this movie, he runs away with the Russian ballet. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's up there. He buys yeah. a restaurant. That Harvey, he, his ex is there with a new guy. He buys the restaurant and puts tables together. Like, he's pretty balling in this mm-hmm. movie. And it's definitely when you get the mixture of the two, and it comes even more so in the next movie, when he's, like, in the Lambo. He's, go, he's using... He's, Doing Batman things as Bruce. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking like, you're gangster. I gave, I gave him a nine. Yeah. I, th- I think you really see his inner conflict throughout the whole film. So whenever he's doing his Playboy stuff, you, you see it as a mask to cover like the shit he's really going through. Right. Um, I think he's phenomenal. I went for a nine as well. Yeah. And, and the stuff with him and Alfred, like where he's like, it was a big dog. Like, yeah. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> it was good. What about Batman? Yeah, I mean, I think I think this is one of the best Batman films. Yeah, um, I think he does a lot of cool shit in this film with the with the tumbler, the bat bike, the the base jumping. Um, 
and it's it's Batman v Joker. It's it's the yeah. best you're gonna get out yeah. of Batman. I went a nine as well. Yeah, I went with a ten. You went with a 10? I went with a ten because uh, I love every. It's it's like picture perfect. It's like even more so in the last movie, Batman Begins. You got to see Batman training as a ninja. Mm. How did he become Batman? You got to see it, and it's like fucking sick. Here, he's he's already Batman. He's established. People are scared of him. His mansion's burned down, unfortunately, but. He's still like he's base jumping in Hong Kong in this like altered suit that looks scary. Like everything he's doing is super on point. I, it's, he's he's a perfect portrayal of Batman. Christian Bale is awesome. Yeah, one hundred percent. And the voice. And where are they going? Where are they? <laughs> Good shit. Boys want to kill me. Yeah. What about the the main villain? So we're talking about the Joker here. The Joker, the main villain. I shall I go first? Yeah. I went for a ten. Yeah, I don't think you can top this. I think it's perfect. Well, I think I, everything about it is perfect. I gave him an eleven. Yeah, <laughs> I gave him an eleven because he died. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I gave him an eleven because fuck all those people who were like, "Yo, this guy's gonna ruin this this movie, this franchise," and then he comes out and like makes the character more popular than any is than it ever will be. Uh, like Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he came out and did this movie, but I guarantee you this is still the Joker that is the one that is put into costumes, that is always looked at and, and turned into other things. Like Jared Leto cries himself to sleep watching this movie. Yeah. Because he's like, dude, how, how I can never, he'll be chasing that dragon. Like, I can't ever be this good. No one can ever be this good. Joaquin Phoenix, you could say that was a pity Oscar. It'd be like, yeah, no one's ever going to top whatever Heath did, but here you go. I, I think what, I think what worked with Joaquin Phoenix was it was such a, I don't necessarily think Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker in Batman, whatever you're yeah. going to call it, would have that. I think it's just such a different take with it being a character star. It's a film about mental illness, right? right? And, uh, how we treat people on the outskirts of society and that sort of thing, which makes it so different from this. Yeah. That I kind of, I kind of want to see him face Batman before I can really compare Joaquin Phoenix's with this joke. Yeah. Is, is Joaquin going to pull out the bazookas or yeah. shoot people sideways? Like, yeah. Like, is he going to put someone's head through a pencil? Exactly. Then I can say, yeah. like, compare the jokers but for me they're still very different characters facts uh, but yeah this is i i don't think you can top it i really think this is a just a masterclass in acting it's every line i i love jack nicholson in batman because he's got really funny lines but like he's got like all the lines like a million times more it mm. stand way more stands out what would you say so you gave him a 10 i gave I him gave an 11 <laughs> what would you give the secondary melts are over there yeah breaking the scale if if you know i mean batman was base jumping in hong kong but if he was base jumping in tokyo i was gonna yeah <laughs> he would have got a 10 or 11 himself <laughs> um what a what the secondary villains two phase harvey dent harvey Two-Face. dent which i guess we got to rate a little different because he's a good guy for most of the movie and he turns yeah i i was a bit torn with this because i went quite low to start with yeah because I think it's very rushed with him as Two Face, sure. and I think he goes from like one to a hundred, like pretty quick. Like yeah. he's threatening to kill a kid, an innocent kid. Fuck kids, and it's <laughs> it's just a bit out of nowhere. But I do love the, I do love Harvey Dent. I think his story is yeah. really quite fleshed out, um, and therefore I think if you gave more time to it and had him maybe. Like, have him become Two-Face in this one, but in the next one, like, just deteriorating more and more mentally and getting to the stage where he'll threaten to kill kids. 
I think would work better for me. Uh, but overall, I think his performance is great. I think it's the best depiction of Two-Face we've had. For sure. Uh, in a film. And I, so I went a seven. Yeah, I went an eight. Okay. I'm kind of the same reasons. It's like, yeah, we didn't get enough of you to run the whole movie, but your performance and your swerve of your, your heel turn was still pretty good and still scary. And uh, I, I, I'm not, I, I've watched Aaron Eckhart in some other movies and I've been like, oh, uh, you're not, I don't really like you in certain movies. He can be really, he can be, he can really, be good, really good though. He's and he's a bit hit miss. Yeah. He's really, he really hits here. He was, he was, he was batting and he hit. So I gave him an eight, but still really, really good. Uh, we'll go to Alfred. Well, I gave him, what did I give him last time? Probably gave him like a Probably nine or, nine 10, or, or 10 or something. Yeah. Cause I'm giving him a 10 here. Uh, okay. Alfred talks, gives a story about the rubies and the tangerines <laughs> and Burma and all this shit. How do you not? I think I could listen to Michael Caine read me the phone book and just be like, Oh yeah. Read it. Tell me, tell me life stories, Alfred. Everything he does here is great. Uh, and as well as him and Christian Bale have this great chemistry. I find, uh, yeah, mm. I, I think he should have been nominated for this movie. <laughs> I, I went a nine. You could go a 10. Yeah. But I just think my only 10 is for the Joker in this This is film, true. Uh, because I think he deserves to be that. Um, but he's, he, I mean, it's Michael Caine. He's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, could it just could do more with more of him? I think in these, like, I'd like him to get something a bit meatier. Yeah. Like he's always great in the heart to heart. I love the, the bit with him reading the letter. Right. Um, you want to see him fight the Joker? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. 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 Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, we'll go to the Batmobile slash Bat vehicles. Yeah, uh, I was I wrote down like it's I love the Tumblr in the last movie. It's pretty much the same car, so I'm like, well, I probably gave it like a nine or something high in the last movie, so I got to do it that. And then I was like, well, actually, this one then turns into a motorcycle and drives off. And I remember th- there was a rumor. I still don't know if this is true or not that the things falling off are actually it falling off. Oh, like I remember okay. people saying that they didn't use a, a CGI for that. And it's like watching it, you're like, oh, I don't know if there, that <laughs> might, might be CGI as someone's using the Batmobile yeah, outside. Someone's driving the Batmobile yeah. outside. Uh, so I, I think that is realistically the coolest thing the Batmobile's done in any of the movies. Cause mm. thinking back to Batman returns, it does that where he's got to go through an alley and it looks so shit. It did not hold up at all. Watching this right now, I'm like, yo, that looks crazy. So I gave it a 10 because I don't think there's a better Batmobile scene in a movie. I agree. I don't think there's a better Batmobile yeah. than this. Uh, I love that that it turns into the bike and just the the shots of him fucking whizzing down the highway with the cape billowing. Yeah, it's crazy. As he's on the motorbike <laughs> with hands blaring <laughs> over the <laughs> top. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah. Again, I went a nine. Yeah. I, I'm not mad if you went for a 10. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm 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 being generous the rest of these because I'm going with the ga- the gadgets and the yeah. suits. I already mentioned. Finally, after years, Batman's like, "Huh, it would be great if I had a suit where I could turn my head." Therefore, give that a point there for that. <laughs> He's got the things that shoots out of his forearms. The dude is using government cell phone tracking capabilities to find people. He's going all out with the gadgets. Realistically, did you the bat? The new Batcave should count as a gadget because this place got burned up. He's like, "Yo, I need to build a new spot." And it's great for music videos. Like everything he's got here is great. I gave it a 10 because he can turn his head. I, I wrote nine, but he can turn his head. It's a 10. Uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm remembering gadgets in this. Yeah, I, went, gadgets? I went quite low, but then I was like, oh yeah, but there's that and that and that. So I, I'm going to move my score up. All right. Yeah. Uh, I went for a seven. I do think there's nothing maybe when you think of Dark Knight, but maybe with Batman, you don't think so much bum, of his gadgets. Bum, bum. I don't know. Um, 
there's nothing that really stands out, but then the Sona stuff is pretty cool. The yeah. base jumping stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but ethically, I've got to, uh, I've got to dock him some points because uh, just morally wrong for using these, that this sonar hacking technology. Well, then you could bump it back up because does the the yacht full of ballet dancers count as bat gadgets? Is that a gadget? <laughs> using a, a Is that yacht? What you're going to start calling women? Oh, that's a fine gadget over there. <laughs> I meant the yacht and just like, <laughs> that's like part of it. And that beat up plane he uses as well. Uh, and then uh, for, so what did you give it? A, a, I gave it a seven. Well, and then an overall enjoyment. Uh, I, I too went into this being like, this movie isn't perfect. I can't get a pure enjoyment out of it. And I totally did. I'm, I'm being really nice. I gave it a 10. You gave it a 10. Yeah. I went a nine. I could have gone a 9.5 or a 10. Like I, I just, yeah. I don't know. It's definitely one it's, of the. It's probably it's probably the Harvey Dent stuff at the end. True. I do find, I do find it maybe a little anticlimactic after you've seen all this crazy stuff and you end. Obviously, the Joker ends the way he does because they're hoping to use him for the the sequel, right? I'd imagine, and Harvey Dent just very quickly becoming the villain and then dying by just falling off a roof. It's just it. The end docks at that point all for right. me. Um, so I gave it a nine, which means overall my, uh, my score gets to a 4.3125. So we'll round that up to a 4.5. Uh, yours is a 4.875. So we'll round that up to a five. So add it together, divide it by two. This film is 4.75 stars. Wow. There you have it. Five in the Batcave. Cave. Yes. <laughs> yes, that 4. is our best. 4.75 five stars. Will Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice <laughs> beat that one day? When we get there. Will it? Soon, yeah. Uh, so that's our bat ratings for this movie. Clearly, you've just listened to us gush about it for like two hours almost. Um, we love this movie. It's it's literally one of like movies that you could say is a perfect movie, almost. like you, you There's some things you could pick out about it and stuff, but... When it comes to superheroes and stuff, they've definitely done it right. They nailed it with this. Everyone's been trying to do it since this. I feel it's like as a as a fan of films in general, I, I kind of want to see the best film of every genre. I want to see the best horror film. I want to see the best romantic comedy. I want to see the best uh, comedy. I want to yeah. see the best uh, like action movie. And I want to see the best superhero film. And this is exactly the one you'd go to. Yeah. Christian Bale, one of the best actors. Heath Ledger, one of the best actors going up. The character work, everything is just great. And Christopher Nolan is a very talented individual. Mm. That's what we thought of The Dark Knight. We put up some feedback threads uh, on the post-wrestling forum and on our Patreon there. Uh, and I'm going to read the first one here from Robbie from London, Ontario. Another bat review. Now I'm sure I'm nowhere near as high on this one as most. It's the middle ground of this trilogy for me. Although it's very good, I do think the portrayal of the Joker is overrated. Although he does a decent job, he is still behind Mark Hamill, Cesar Romero, and Jack Nicholson as far as Joker performances, in my opinion. Now, as far as villains, I was way more interested and invested in the, the development of Harvey into Two-Face. And when it's just rushed at the end, I was severely disappointed. I thought he was being set up as the villain for the third film, but alas, we got what we got. Still much better than a handful of other Bat films, but nowhere near as good as Batman Begins or The Mask of Phantasm or Forever. 7 out of 10. Mm. So we got some Joker criticism. Some hate. Yeah, I can't. I, it's very rare you hear people say that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Shout out London, Ontario. We go to David, not Josh Groban. He says, 
I decided to rewatch this a few months ago, and Heather Ledger, I think he means Heath. <laughs> Heath. Uh, Heath Ledger is just as good as I remember, maybe better. It truly is a performance for the ages, and the rest of the movie works really well around it, if a little too long. It turns out that someone I work with at the time, uh, all the at the time in LA, uh, is the cop that tried to beat up the Joker in the interrogation room, <laughs> and then Joker takes his gun, leading to the sequence where he blows up the jail. Interesting, cool, nice. It's been super here, and I've really missed participating more, but I listen to so many of your shows and miss you guys. David, not just Groban, Myers. Hey, thank you thank very you, much, David. David. We miss you too. Yeah, we love you, brother. Thank you for listening and supporting, man, and the feedback is, is great. And tell your friend hello. Tell him we love this performance Yes, in the dark Although night. Although he fucked things up. Yeah, he kind of did, yeah. definitely. We go to Barack, the newly converted White Claw drinker, he says. Nice. I remember seeing this on opening weekend in 08 at the Odeon in uh, Leicester Square. I don't know. Where Leicester that, Square. Leicester Square. Sorry. Oh, that's that's the big like premiere uh, cinema in London. Oh, nice. London. The first moment Heath Ledger appeared on screen, the audience started clapping and it gave me goosebumps. I remember leaving the cinema thinking, fuck me, that was good film before going to a friend's birthday party and getting hammered. The scene where Joker jams a pencil into the dude's eye is pretty gnarly. Question. When Lucius Fox types in his name and walks away from the Sarnar machine as it's exploding, he has a smile on his face. I take to mean that Lucius knew Bruce had to set up the machine to explode, meaning Lucius would stay at Wayne. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I took from yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, uh, Barak. And we go to Magan, who says, There were few films in my lifetime that I saw twice in the cinema during its run. The Dark Knight was one of those experiences that stayed with me. Heath Ledger ch- taps into the Joker's unpredictability, nihilistic menace, and he steals every second of the film. The pencil trick was nasty. I felt uncomfortable whenever he was sharing the screen with any of the characters because at any moment they could get killed off. Bale, Freeman, Eckhart and Gyllenhaal are also on their game. It's beautifully shot, cleverly written and thoroughly entertaining. It's the Godfather part two of this genre and the high watermark of Batman films. Warner Brothers and DC have been chasing that dragon ever since. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I say. It's every superhero movie feels like that for me. I didn't get this superhero like, oh, they they perfected it. I think until uh, like the two last Avengers movies. Those two, I... I do put Logan up there. Oh, right. Logan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Logan for sure. Logan has, I feel shares the same blood yes. as this film. Yeah. 100%. It's dark. It's gritty. It's realistic in a, in a weird way. As much as yeah. mutants can be. Yeah. yeah as much as completely. it can be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely the pinnacle. Well, thank you for the feedback guys. The next time we do one of these bat reviews, we shall rise. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Something like that. We all rise. That's We're going Enjoy. Be talking all about doom. Should we just wear our masks Should the whole review? Should we just do the whole show like this and see if you can actually hear what we're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the next movie on this bat list, when we get to it probably sometime in July or, or so, will be the final movie in this Nolan trilogy, Batman... Sorry, no, it's not The Dark Knight <laughs> Rises. The Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Uh, so can't wait for that. We'll put the feedback up. Follow the socials because we'll put the feedback up probably in a few weeks uh, yeah. closer to the show on the Patreon and, and thing. But follow the socials at Up Next Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram for all the updates, all the news, everything. And uh, follow us because um, we also have a Patreon where we do lots of movie reviews on there. If you like listening to us talk about Batman, you might like hearing us talk about all sorts of other things. We just did 
Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Gene Wilder, 50th anniversary this month. So this weekend we're doing a review of that is out there. But if you're into still like more of the wrestling stuff, we got Best Match Ever, Jerry Lynn, RVD that just came out. We have a Was Next coming out this week. We do NXT reviews, but we've done lots of movies. Yeah, we've got over 300 shows now in our archives. Yeah. So it, there's movies in every genre, like from the glorious to the ridiculous yeah batman um, 60s reviews there um terminator, terminator review we've got the godfather part one back to the future uh, a bunch of horror films because we always love a horror here so if you want to kind of like have a listen to what we think about different movies rather than wrestling i highly suggest the patreon it's only five bucks five bucks a month gets you access to all the past podcasts and all the stuff coming out in the month that you subscribe to so five bucks a month is all we ask patreon.com slash up next we're proudly supported by our patrons and we can't do it without you guys but thank you for listening to this show we like giving you freebies like this we love our batman movies and uh this is this was a lot of fun to go through and, and the dark knight holds up for sure. It really does. So can't wait to talk about Batman and the Dark Knight and Bane and Catwoman. And oh man, things get a little wild, don't they? They go off the rails a little bit. I am i can't wait. Heath dies and it goes all over the place. <laughs> no one's like, we got to finish it. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Heath Ledger. Uh, what a performance. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me Twitter, Instagram at the D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe and why so serious? Ahoy! Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.